Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Clockwork Cantina. We've had some upgrades since you, we last met, um, but here sure. we are. Um, it is episode... 53. Sorry, 53, titled Ghost Tales, because we're going to talk about some of the... Um, you know, just a few of our, our local and scary and just the stuff. It's October, so we are going to be doing... Um, which, which I'm going to be straight up. up. Josh is probably going to have more to say on that because I... <laughs> the the whole like, oh, let's do the haunting tales because it's October now. It's like, <laughs> oh, shit. I, I, I didn't really have time to be like, oh, fuck. Well, let's, you know. The, to be honest with you, all yeah. I really did was just kind of, I Googled up and just found a list of some stuff. And there's some stuff that I just know because there's always things you just kind of know about the area you live in when you've lived somewhere for long yeah. periods of time. Um, but that'll be in the second half, and it probably won't even be that long, really. Um, so we'll see. Yeah. So I, 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 I'll just say that I, I don't anticipate that the main topic of today's show going on for too long. Just so you guys are, you know, forewarned or pre-warned about that. Um, Indeed. But, uh, but yeah, we're in October, so this month's episodes are going to be a little bit more on the, uh, on the spooky side of things. Uh, if you're mm -hmm. into that. Um, but yeah, we're, uh, it's, I can't, I can't believe we're in October already. It's kind of weird. I know yeah. it went by so quick, even though it's been horrible. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, I know that's terrible to say, but it's true. It, it has um, been. um, the first thing you guys might notice is, well, I've redone the overlays. We went with a little bit of a different theme. I, I, the, the whole, really, the whole channel's been rebranded a little bit. Uh, if you watch the usual streams, just my usual streams when it's just me or, or Daniel playing games together. Uh, but the Cantina overlays got redone as well. We're using the upgraded overlay, which I didn't have for like a long time, but Daniel gave it to me, or I had it and I lost it, which is probably the more accurate. And um, uh, brightened up the colors a little bit and whatnot, you know? Yeah. Um, and we've been doing a little bit of a rehaul on, on the channel here. It's needed to be done. Uh, for a while now, so that we just, I just decided while we were doing everything else, we'll just do these overlays too. Um, and I personally like these a little bit better than the other ones. You know, it's a, I like uh, I tend to like um, darker colors a little bit more. So uh, these this, these are a little bit darker than the other ones that were. Um, so if we yeah. screw anything up during this, uh, it's probably my fault, and I'll have to adjust on the fly. But everything should work. It'll be fine, I'm sure, as intended. Um. Because I tested it all before we started. I've hit the record button. Uh, I hit it when we started, so we, I didn't forget that, which is good, because I do sometimes. Um, uh, but yeah, it's been a it's been a it's been a busy couple weeks, really, for me. Um, getting the getting the rebrand ordered and all that stuff, and getting that changed over now. And but yeah, yeah, Daniel, what have you been up to the past couple of weeks? That's usually how we start. We start with you telling us what you've been up to. So, or the past week, I should say, because yeah, the past week, uh, watched a couple movies here and Thanks there, the played host. some games, you know, Please the usual. Enjoy the festivities. Uh, first of all, whoops. Um, I watched the OG Blade Runner again. Oh, did you? Because it had been a while since I'd seen it, so I rewatched Blade Runner. And for those of you wondering which version, it was the final cut. Because uh, mm. I know there's like a billion and one, one different versions of that game. Or the game, movie, sorry. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, so I watched, I rewatched that. Still, still as great as always. 
but there's a particular scene in that movie that is like so outdated nowadays, dude. It's it's the one where uh you know Rick is talking or you know Rick Deckard is talking to the girl and like she wants to leave his place and he don't let her and it's a little it's a little weird, I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, it, it's a little creeps. It's a, it's, a, it's a little outdated for nowadays, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But other yeah, than that, I mean, the, other than that, the movie's just as amazing as always. Uh, I still love the music and like the whole vibe and the atmosphere of like you know the, the this you know, colors everywhere with you know it, a colorful ass city with like bright lights and whatnot, which is pretty pretty dope. Futuristic kind of kind of kind of deal. Uh, it's funny because I was re- <laughs> when I was rewatching it, they're like, oh, you know how it takes place in 2019, right? Mm-hmm. So I was like, uh. The uh, the there's like a description at the beginning of the movie, but I'm like the future of last year or whatever. Because like if only if only it like '80s movies, dude. They love they love making the the times we're living in now, like with flying cars and all this like cool ass shit that we still don't have. Like Back to the Future <laughs> and, and Blade Runner, man. They just love that. They, they 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 love making they love making our current times way cooler than they are. Yeah, no, they're actually quite lame. <laughs> they really are. They really are. <laughs> but uh, I watched, yeah, I watched that. Watch Blade Runner. Always, always a good, good time with that. Um, what else? Uh, I, I, I'll play a little bit more of the Avengers game. Played Phasmophobia, which is that game that everybody's playing nowadays. Yeah, we've been playing that. So, a lot. so much fun. So much fun. Uh, ghost, ghost game. If you're into that, you know, hunting, hunting down spirits and trying to, uh, decipher which, uh, you know, kind of, kind of ghost they are, like whether it be a demon or an oni or a, uh, you know, a spirit or wh- whatever it is, like there's, so, to, there's like several yeah, ghost types. In the, in Revenant, the yeah, yeah. You have to, oh. you have to try to figure it out. If you there's don't know like what ten. It is, but, I think, yeah, or something like that. Yeah, look it up. It's called Phasmophobia. It's an early access game on Steam right now for like 15 bucks. It's pretty fun. It's, it's pretty Yeah, good. it's it's a blast, man. It's And it's not super expensive, so it's yeah, perfect it's, for this month. It's a, it's a good time with friends, and yeah, it is a, it's literally a perfect, uh, perfect time for this game to be out now with, uh, with October being here. Uh, what else? Oh, I... W- <laughs> We watched that Killer Clowns from Outer Space movie as well. Oh Lord, terrible, terrible movie. Yeah, that movie is. Just... <laughs> it is. That... It is. It is. It is awesomely awful, epically bad. It's something. <laughs> <laughs> terribly terrible. No, it's a it's an awful movie, but I still love it just because it's so stupid, and silly, and goofy. <laughs> so we watched that. Um, yeah. Um, uh, I, I guess I think the last. Well, actually, no. I watched the boys, the new boy episode of the boys, of course, because that's, that's like the only show that I'm keeping up with right now. Same, I think. Um, what else? Oh, and then the last thing I guess I can say is that I uh, we we played a little bit of a multiplayer of uh, Star Wars Squadrons, which is finally out. We did. Star Wars Squadrons, fun, fun, fun game. I'm having a blast with it, man. Yeah, it's fun. I, uh, I want to play some more. I would normally save this for the end of the stream when you're like when we're when we're, when we're piecing out, but uh, I'm gonna be doing the uh, the campaign or the story mode for that game this upcoming Monday. Hell so, yeah! 
I'm very excited because I've only played the multiplayer so far. Josh and I did a co-stream of it yesterday. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was a blast. The game is a lot of fun, especially with the Hotas or the Flight Stick or whatever. So yeah, I'm I, I can't wait to play more. I'm probably gonna be playing more of that today as well. So I'm I'm very very excited to to get into more of that. But uh, yeah, that's that's that, I think that sums that sums up my past week. I think pretty well. All right. Uh, let's see. I have been working on the rebrand a lot, so there's new logos for the main my main Twitch channel, so I'm going to mention that. Uh, we have a merch store now, if you're interested in any of that stuff. I'm not going to spend too long on it, because I don't like to parp on my own shit. We have one. If you, if you like my shit, you can get it now. Um, we watched... Let's see, I've seen The Thing. Uh, I've watched uh, the new Halloween. Well, I say new Halloween. 2018 Halloween, mm-hmm. right? If I'm not, if I'm yeah. not mistaken. Yeah, we watched the, Killer Clowns yeah. from Outer Space. Yep. Um, so we watched all of that stuff. Um, really liked the new Halloween. It was good. I hadn't seen it. I I did. I wasn't spoiled on it. I just hadn't had a chance to watch it. And I finally did, and I really enjoyed it. So I'm actually glad I did watch it. And I watched it with my friends. So uh, that was awesome. Uh, playing Phasmophobia, uh, which is obviously a lot of fun with with Daniel and. We have like two groups that run at the same time nowadays. Like, like we're all in voice chat together. It's crazy. We got like two uh, groups of people just like, oh, because sometimes we'll be like, we'll have one group and people sub in and out. But then when we have enough, we'll have like, you know, yeah, two two groups rolling at the same time, and it's great. It's 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 a lot of fun. Also, I just want to say that uh, fucking, I just noticed that Zeke and Co Co are playing it right now. By the way, yeah, no, I was watching them. <laughs> that's, that's, pretty, that's pretty great. I just noticed, so I didn't get a chance to watch them. But damn, I, 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 damn, I need to check that out. Yeah, anyway. they're playing with, or they were playing with Sacrifice, I believe. All of them are great streamers. I love to watch all of those guys. So watching them all play Phasmophobia together is great. I'm sure it'll probably be up on their YouTube later. I'll watch it from the beginning. Um, played Among Us. I've been playing some Among Us with uh, the big crew we got, uh, which is. Uh, which was kind of like the hot game last week, I guess to say on on Twitch. I guess it's still kind of hot for some people. Um, uh, it's a lot of fun. I um, it's hard for me to play because I don't like lying to my friends. But that's like the entire point of the fucking game is to throw suspicion off. For, for that one, yeah, it is. <laughs> yeah, um, I was the imposter a few times. There was a time when I was the imposter with Baba, and Baba got caught. I think in the very first meeting. And I had to kill everybody on my own, which I successfully oh, pulled off somehow. I wish I'd been streaming that game because it was my greatest moment of triumph uh, to to murder everybody <laughs> and win the game and to completely betray Landis, which was hilarious. And he still hasn't forgiven me. Look, man, Landis and I trusted each other. He trusted me and it was a mistake because I, I shanked him in the in the security room. Um. And then I and then I shanked one and won the game, um, but no, it's a lot of fun. Um, uh, you just have to go into it with the right mindset, which is like, hey, this is just a game, and we're gonna accuse each other of lying and bullshitting yeah, each yeah, other. Yeah, yeah. So, of course, of course. Uh, yeah, exactly. Some some people can do that, and some people can't. And luckily, everybody I played with is able to be like, well, it's just a game. <laughs> yeah, if you can't do that, then like, what are you doing playing that game? I don't know. I've seen some streams where people get real upset and real angry and like legit mad and saying just some mean ass shit to each other. I'm like, I'm glad our games aren't like that. But, 
if you are playing Among Us, go in with the right mindset and realize it's a game <laughs> and that it's fun, meant to be fun and silly. Yeah. Um, what else? Watch the boys. Um, we played D&D last Sunday. That was fun. We're going to play tomorrow as well. Oh, shit. Uh, we had a two and a half hour combat last week, which was I overtuned that fight a little bit, but that's about it, really. It was a good game. I had fun. It's just, you know, sometimes you overtune things and you don't realize it until it's like over and it's like, oh, it was two and a half hours and you were like, shit. Even me. Everybody makes mistakes. It happens. Um, other than that, I don't think I've watched anything else. I, uh, I still, I'm watching, uh, I know I've said this like a couple times. I still like throw on Star Trek The Next Generation when I yeah. go to bed at night. Um, and I just finished season one of it. Like, I'm not even a big Star Trek dude, but I still, I do like The Next Generation. You know, just kind of throwing it on. And they have some, some episodes are good and some episodes are, what is this? But, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, yeah. And I think that's it. Let me open my scene really quick. I played Squadrons with you. Obviously, we said that. Yeah. Um, but let me double check my Steam real quick just to see if I've forgotten anything. I, I always forget stuff, so I'm like, whatever, man. Uh, usually the things I forget aren't worth remembering until they are, and then it's like, well, you should have uh, should have remembered. Oh, I I remember one thing just by opening up my Steam real quick. Mm, I tried out the like... new I tried out the new Left 4 Dead 2 update. Oh yeah, how is that? It's cool. It's just it's it's one it's one uh. What what are the what are they called again? Like uh, campaign or, or uh, mm-hmm. whatever, and it's just like two missions. So you know, yeah, it's cool, but it's a little short when you have a good crew. It may take you a bit longer if you don't have a good crew. But uh, it's fun, you know. They, they added like new weapons and stuff, and it's fine. I mean, I, I always I always just enjoy Left 4 Dead anyway, though. But uh, but yeah, maybe maybe I'll maybe we'll do that on stream at some point, and then yeah, yeah, we'll- that'd be fun. Yeah, cool. I, haven't, I haven't checked it out yet, so. Uh, my Steam is, is blank other than the things I've already mentioned, so I think we're ready to hit the news. All right. Well, let's hit that news. So, game of news. Game All of right. news. Daniel's our newsie, y'all. He gets the news for us. So, the first thing that I have here, I'll, I'll, there's not a whole lot this week that I have in, in, in like all three of the categories, but there's a couple things. That's cool. Uh, so the first thing I have is the Assassin's Creed Valhalla story trailer. Oh, which is out, and I, I've put in the, I've linked in the chat for those of you who are watching live. If you're not watching live, I'm sorry, but you can you can look it up. It's it's you know, just go to the Ubisoft channel on YouTube and look find the Assassin's Creed Valhalla story trailer that Ubisoft that they they uploaded on September 29th. You're good. You'll be good. Yeah. So what do you think of this trailer? We've uh, you and I have already watched it. Yeah, yeah, I like it. I I, I think it's pretty cool. I I also like some some of the names and stuff that they mentioned here. Uh, mm-hmm. I think this is gonna be a pretty good story, to be honest. I think it's gonna be pretty dope. I like I, I'm I'm digging like what they're what they're going for here. Yeah. Um, I again I haven't played I haven't played any of the newer like more recent Assassin's Creed games. Uh, the last one I played was Black Flag. <laughs> Uh, on the, on the stream, fair, a couple, that's a good one. <laughs> a couple months ago, and I really enjoyed that one. 
Uh, and I don't know when I'm going to get to some of the other ones. I have I have Unity and I have, uh, what's the other one? Syndicate. I have those, even though I hear those are like kind of like when you know, Call of Duty started the, the downward spile or Call of Duty. What the fuck am I even talking about? Assassin's <laughs> Creed. I, you know why I thought of Call of Duty? Because Assassin's Creed and Call of Duty are both games that come out with one, like a game every fucking year. You know, that's why. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. No, you're right. So that I hear, I hear that those are like when you know Assassin's Creed kind of started the downward spiral, but uh, mm-hmm. but they've like picked it up over the past couple of years with Origins and Odysseys, from what I hear. Um, I have the games. I just I want to play them in order because I'm weird like that, but um. But yeah, I'll, I'll no, get to them I'm, eventually. I'm like that I'm, too, bro. I, I'm I'm looking forward to to getting playing this new one whenever I get it. I won't I probably, I won't be getting it right when it comes out because again I want to play through some of the older ones first. And I got I got a I got a huge like backlog that I'm trying to get through right now. So mm-hmm. we're making progress, uh, but there's still a lot to get through. And uh, yeah, I'll get this game at some point. I'll play it eventually. But uh, I just, yeah. you know, I, I got other, I got other things to get to beforehand. But I'm liking what I'm seeing. Like I'm definitely gonna get it. It's just, you know, yeah, I, it, it looks awesome. I, I dig it. I like that you can. I think it's cool that for the people who, uh, who liked, you know, who got, who you got. I know that for Odyssey, you got to choose if you wanted to play as a dude or a girl, right? Mm-hmm. And for this one, also you get to choose. So that's pretty cool, you know. And 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 on this one, like in Odyssey, it's like two different characters. This one, it's like the same character, but. You know, you just get to choose the, the the gender or whatever. Yeah, to my to my knowledge, yeah. Yeah, so that's that's kind of cool. I, I, I think you can even switch in the middle of the game, if I'm not mistaken. I think they said that. Uh, well, that um, so well, I don't I, think well, it's like a permanent choice unless you want it to be. I'm not sure. I feel like that's yeah, what I said. I don't I don't know how that works, but it'll be it'll be interesting to see how that does. Like if you just like switch in the middle, like I wonder how different it is, if any. You know, like how how that goes, or if it's just exactly the same. or I don't know, but anyway, yeah, I like I like this. This is a good story trailer, though. I I, I dig it. I, I there's a lot of cool visuals in it, and you know, it, it definitely like makes me want to play the game. If you know, if it didn't already. Yeah. So what do you what do you, what do you uh, this is gonna be just like on the future of Assassin's Creed? Do you think that after this one, we're finally gonna go to Japan and be like ninjas? Like, is that gonna be like the next one? I don't know, because people have been wanting that for a very long time. And then now that Ghost of Tsushima is out, came out this year, which is like kind of similar mm-hmm. to Assassin's Creed games. I don't know if they're gonna go to that that soon, but I mean, listen, dude, I'm all for it. I, I've been wanting to see a feudal Japan uh, Assassin's Creed forever, dude. Like everybody Ghost, has, right? <laughs> Ghost of the Creed, you know? Yeah. Ghost of the Creed. Yeah. Um, Assassins of Tsushima or whatever. Uh, other than that, I don't know where, where else they would. They've done like everything now at this point, right? We've been they've, Crusaders. They've, we've been. They've uh, done a lot of things. They've done a lot of things, but I'm trying to. We've been I don't, Greeks. I'm sure, we've been Egyptians. We've been. I'm uh, sure there's something they could do. I'm sure there's there's got to be some other stuff out there, man. I'm sure they know a hell of a lot more than I do. So I was just curious what you thought about that, real quick. Yeah, no, nah, I mean it'd be it'd be cool, but I mean I don't know. Maybe maybe not. I don't know. I could see it going both ways because, like you know, says or uh, Ghost Tsushima just came out this year, but then and then them being like, oh well, we should capitalize on that because that game everybody loved that game, so we might as well do it too. Or mm-hmm. they'd be like, oh well, that game just came out, so maybe we'll wait a little bit before we get there. I don't know. We'll see. I I I, I really don't know. I mean, I I'd, I'd be for it if they did, but I don't know. I don't know what they have planned. You know. 
All right. But anyway, what? that game looks cool. Uh, next up, we have the Godfall cinematic intro. The Fall. Ah, yes. This is dope, too, by the way. I watched this as well. They actually give you some story details in this one. Um, for Godfall, uh, which I think up to this point, all I knew about it was like, you run around and get cool ass armor and weapons. Uh, they actually mentioned some names and shit in here. Yeah. And things like that. So. Which makes sense for them to actually, you know, talk about it. Yeah. A little bit. Warriors. Brother against brother. Charge. Yeah, but every every video leading up to this just showed off the gameplay and stuff. Yeah, it was yeah. just gameplay, yeah, yeah. Uh, this, you finally get a little... Uh, you get what they usually throw you at the start, which is like the cinematic yeah, story right? stuff, right? Yeah, like, yeah. That's, that's usually that's, that's, what they hit you with first. That's a pretty good point, because, yeah, they usually throw this shit at us. And they wait like forever to show gameplay. Uh, which it was a nice change to see the gameplay first, I guess, instead of like uh, cinematic. The game's not gonna is not gonna play like this. So it's like it's just like we already know kind of how the game's gonna play. Looking at it, yeah. Um, yeah. Off off the bat, they were like, "Yo, this is what the game is gonna be." Mm-hmm. So that's it. The, the other thing is like, I imagine the story, and I could be way wrong with this. It's not going to be a big major focus of this. Yeah, uh, the trailer so makes well. it seem like it would, but I honestly I don't think it will be. Um, I don't think it will it, be either. Uh, the the main point of this game is just that it looks fucking dope, and the armor and weapons look cool, and that's kind of all it's going to need to really do. Um, because I feel like that's all it's designed to do. It's not like it's some big giant deep ass RPG, you know. Um, you know, it could be. It could be. I could be way wrong on this. This is just me speculating on what little I've seen of it. But I think the yeah, main no. focus is we just want to look cool and have cool weapons and shit. So. Yeah, I'm with you there. It's going to be more like multiplayer focused one, I think, as well. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, it's it's just Destiny, except de I think Destiny. Melee, melee Destiny, yeah. Yeah. You know, which Destiny has a story to it, which people seem to dig, but I don't know. Yeah. I, I don't, don't know if this will have that, so. We'll see. I don't know. I, I'm, I'm interested in it. Uh, we'll be checking it out. So yeah, cinematics uh, pretty neat though, and the armors look cool and the weapons look cool. And uh, it comes out November twelfth. November is loaded. So November uh, next month. Yeah, there's there's gonna be a lot of stuff coming up, huh? Damn. Mm -hmm. Uh, what you got next, my friend? Uh, next I have the games of the of the for this month of playstation plus we okay. have uh yeah if you if, if for if you have playstation plus on the on your, on your ps4 or, or the the games of the month for this month uh are need for speed payback and a vampire so yeah again if you got if you have a ps4 and you have playstation plus you can pick up vampire and need for speed payback for free as long as you remember uh 
yeah, I'm not I'm not really into the 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 need the racing games, so Need for Speed isn't for me. But uh, Vampire is is one that I would I, I would definitely pick up if if you know if you if you got it. If you got and now's like the time to play it too, man. It's I yeah. I said spooky season. I have it, but I haven't gotten to play it yet. I I, I have it as well. I have I it installed may, as well. I may do it this month. Maybe not. I don't know. We'll see. There's a lot. There's a lot of stuff I want to do here. There's a lot of games I want to play this month, but I don't know if I'm going to get to all of them. Uh, yeah. but yeah, those are uh, those are the games for uh, PlayStation Plus that you can get right now. Uh, next up. We have the new uh, Smash Bros. Ultimate char- characters that are going to be joining the game. Oh yeah, we are going to be. They're going to be adding uh, Steve and Alex from Minecraft. Uh, they and they they and they had like a little. Uh, I forget what day it was, but I think it was like the day before or something that that I saw you. You're like, oh, there's going to be a new fighter for Smash Bros. Uh, I want to. I don't remember what day that was. Yeah, I remember. You, I remember you telling me that though. Like, oh, there's gonna be a thing tomorrow, like seven a.m. my time, <laughs> or yeah, for me, not for you. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, then like the day later, yeah, they announced them, and you know, it, it, it's it's kind of weird. Like, it's it'll be weird seeing Minecraft in, in in this game, but I don't know. I mean, they at this point, Smash Bros. is just a weird mix of all kinds of like weird ass shit. So yeah, I'm not. I, I, at least it's not another Fire Emblem character, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's that's fair. I, I don't know. I didn't see any. I didn't see anybody really talk about this. I thought. I mean, like, uh, what I mean to say is, I didn't see people like jumping on it or anything. I don't know if people of... were happy by it or upset by it or what, because I didn't look into it that much. So I yeah, don't know yeah, if you yeah. did at all. But I mean, I wasn't like like seeking seeking stuff for this, but like I was just kind of like. Like I watched the blind wave reaction to it or whatever, and you know they're like, "Oh, mm-hmm. this is this didn't expect this or whatever," you know. Yeah. But uh, yeah, no, I mean, I, th- I, th- I don't know. I mean, I, I think it's, I think it's fine. Ultimately, I think it'll be fine. Uh, like oh, I, I've seen this stuff. People saying like, "Oh, there's so many other better characters they could have chosen," but like, there's still, you know, there's still time to add more people. You what? Know? Like, what is there? How many do they have? Like a goal of we're gonna get this many characters and then we're done. I, or I don't know. Just, I, I don't know. I, I, I mean, the game is called Smash Bros. Ultimate, so I think they're just gonna add some until they're like that's it but i i don't know man they they have i don't even know what the the current number is for the like the current roster you know okay, i lost i lost huge. track of how many people they they have in the game right now because i don't know yeah i really don't know okay smash is fun i haven't i don't even think i've played it since last year uh not by choice just by I don't actually have the game. I could get it. But the last time I played it, we were all at WaveCon together, and I was fighting, you know, Jake and shit on, up on Smash. That's <laughs> so, a lot of fun. Did you ever, did you ever uh, fight the Elliot kids? No, I never fought any of them, but I know they're fucking monsters. In, in they, the they are savages. Mm. They, will, they will wreck your day. You think you're good at Smash Bros? Nah, man. They've been training. Mm-hmm. They've been training. They will fuck you up. Oh, man, Aaron is planning his own esports team out of his own family. So yeah, it's gonna it's gonna be a dynasty. Like, uh, uh, what's a sports team that has an f- entire family dynasty involved? I don't know. I'm, I'm I'm my brain's not working. 
But it's going to be like that, except esports. <laughs> oh, entire family dynasty. Uh, that's funny. Yeah, he's training them, man. They're going to be they're going to be the next Smash Bros. pros or whatever. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, again, I, I they're going to be they're just going to be adding more. I, I think I they they had like a first uh, battle battle fighter pass and then i think they're doing the second one right now the second fighter pass or whatever but uh oh my god they have a blocky kirby sorry i was i was just looking at it and some you know how kirby eats the people uh-huh. and then becomes the, and becomes the people somebody has this on twitter i guess this is a legit a legit thing let me look here let's let's look it up right here god damn it hit the hit the button there we go it's like it's a Kirby. It's a little eaten Kirby. It's a square Kirby. <laughs> it is a square it. Kirby. I don't. That's I don't funny. play. Uh, I don't play Minecraft at all. But I've never even tried it. Um, but Blocky Kirby's adorable. Hmm. <laughs> all right. Well, let's um, go ahead and move on to the next thing. All right. Let's yeah. talk about. I think this is the last piece of gaming news I have. Yeah, I, I actually don't have a whole lot this week. Uh, I have a couple things. Let's talk about how everybody's freaking out over the Spider-Man PS5 remaster. Oh, yes. And how they changed uh, Petey, Petey Paka's face, man. I'm gonna I am looked you at a, it. I was like, I'm gonna I was like that's a, way different. <laughs> yeah. yeah the, oh, shit. I mean, I... There's Can a link in the chat. Yeah, you might you might have to copy pasta that. Yeah, because I I don't yeah, know why go. I don't know why some of these links are like ridiculous like that. But anyway, it's fine. Yeah, I mean, it. I mean just just look at the difference, dude. Like what the hell? So the one on the left is from the PS4 version. The one on the right will be from the PS5 version. So did they say why they did this. I I I mean. Mm. Let's see. I think they did. Uh, let's see. I'm trying to figure out where. I think they did talk about it, but I don't. I don't. It's just so weird that like. I find it strange too that they redid it like that. How old is Peter in the game? I can't remember. Is, is he's he supposed. Like... He's supposed to be like an older Peter. Like he's been. He's been Spider Man for like years at this point. You know what I mean? Like, but because just... he looks younger on the right. I know. To so me. I'm gonna say like I why I, I prefer the one on the left because he actually looks a little older. Yeah, and he like, looks like he's yeah. Yeah, like he looks like the character he's supposed to be in the game. But the one on the right, people were calling him Tom Holland because apparently he kind of looks like Tom Holland. I mean, I I, I, I see I it a little see bit. It. I see yeah. it a little bit, but not like it's not like yeah. They're not they're not making them. They're not like you know. That's not it's who they're going for. On, but like I can. But see I could, it. yeah, I could see it as well. But um. But yeah, he looks he, he looks younger on the right. It doesn't make sense to me. I don't. I don't there's a thing. They, they uh, let's see who who put out who put out something. Spider Man creative director Brian Inithar responded to scattered criticism of Peter Parker's new look, writing that he took him he, uh, he himself took some time to come around on the update, but that finding a better visual match for voice actor Yuri Lowenthal was in quotes a necessity. Uh, okay. okay. We, okay. we we care as much about this character as your attachment to him. So please know we didn't make this decision slash change lightly. 
Uh, and if our statement continues, as we did throughout the development of Marvel Spider-Man, we'll continue to read your comments, listen, and always be looking for ways to improve every facet of the game. At the same time, I hope you can trust us that this decision is what we feel is best for the future of the franchise and our upcoming goals for this beloved Marvel character. So, I mean, yeah, that's... Uh, I mean, I don't know. Okay. I, I, I still don't think that's a good enough answer for me on why you changed it. It looks so much younger on the right. It's like they're trying to go back in time. Like it's yeah, so I, weird. I, I don't, I don't. It, 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 yeah, it looks weird. It does. it does. I personally, I don't like the change. So I'm just gonna keep playing my version of Spider-Man. So yeah, I, yeah, <laughs> I, th- I, th- I think it looks weird too. Um, yeah, I, I just think the one on the left fits fits better, you know, with what they're going for. But I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I'm, I'm not, I'm not working on the game, so I don't know what they have planned or anything, but. No, it's, just weird. it's just weird for them to just change it like that. Yeah, especially when it's been out for so long and so many people have played the original. And then, yeah. like, we're just going to remaster it, except we're going to change how he looks, like, dramatically. Like, that's so weird to me. But whatever. That's a, that's a thing. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, what do you got? For that? Yeah, that's all I got. What, I, well, what I have is the WoW expansion has been delayed. Mm. Uh, but we, but we have a date for the pre-patch. But first of all, let me read to you the uh, uh, launch here. I'll, I'll, they they let out a uh, a statement, and I've kind of I started to suspect this was happening because um, before they made this announcement, they were doing beta builds with still a lot of tuning changes, which didn't make sense for a game that's supposed to be like coming out at the end of the month. So here is what they have said, and this is this is strange. Blizzard almost never does this, right? They almost never delay a game. When they announce a date, they usually stick to it pretty hard. Um, but here's what they've said. To the WoW community, I wanted to let you know, and this is a this is from producer John Height, by the way. I wanted to let you know that we're delaying the release of Shadowlands to later this year. And while we're still in the process of determining the right new date to launch, we felt it was important to let you know about this change uh, about this change in plans as soon as we could. This was an incredibly difficult decision for the team as we're eager to ha- uh, get this expansion into your hands as you as you are to play it. But ultimately, we'll feel, we feel it's the right decision for the game and for our players. Now, there's been some a few like little backlashes here and there about some systems that have been put in the game and such over there. So that this could also play into that delay while, it, while they work out how the best way to proceed is with that. Or they might just be Blizzard and fucking uh, ignore all feedback and just do what the fuck they want. They do that a lot and ignore their player base completely. That's me taking a shot at you, Blizzard. Get the fuck over. Damn. I don't care if you like it, so fuck you. Um, over the past several months of testing, we've made significant process uh, progress iterating on and polishing to the core features and gameplay of Shadowlands. Uh, we're at a point where the zones, the campaign, the level-up questing experience, and the story we have to tell are essentially ready to share. Uh, we're excited by the Covenants at the heart of the expansion, and it's been a thrill to see Torghast take the shape into a fun new kind of WoW experience. Thanks in no small part to your input. These are uh, Torghast is like one of their end game deals. The Covenants are like these groups you join in Shadowlands. However, as everything started to come in together, and we've we've been listening to and building upon your feedback, okay, it's become clear we need a little more time for additional polish to balance and iterate on some interlocking pieces, particularly those related to the end game. Shadowland is one of the most intricate expansions we've yet created, and while we've made Great progress. The challenge of tuning the end game was compounded by the team we have, but compounded by the team having to work from home. Blizzard has a commitment to quality. We believe Shadowlands will be something special, and we've heard from many of you who feel the same. 
We need this extra time to ensure that Shadowlands lives up to its full potential. In the meantime, we're excited to announce that beginning on October 13th, we will be releasing the Shadowlands pre-patch, which lays a lot of the groundwork for the expansion and includes our remapped character leveling, new player experience on Exile's Reach, and a host of new character customization options. And once we get closer to Shadowlands release, you'll be called upon to defend Azeroth against the resurgence of the Scourge during our pre-launch event. Thanks for your support and passion and for your continued help and feedback as we head toward the finish line. We'll see you in the Shadowlands soon. John Hyde, executive producer of World of Warcraft. So that is that um, announcement. Uh, very strange for Blizzard to be like, here's the date we have. Oh, wait, we're going to delay that. So, Because um, they almost never, ever, 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 ever do that. They almost always launch on their dates. So I don't know if they're listening to feedback over some of the issues which people had with like conduits and the covenants and, and how hard they're going to make it to switch between them. Or how they're going to make a fucking gigantic grind out of certain things again, like they always do to keep people playing. But we'll see. Uh, so that's that. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna call this out just because it's Call of Duty. <laughs> okay. uh, Call of Duty Modern Warfare on PC no longer fits on a 250 gigabyte SSD, and it can't be updated. So <laughs> you have what? Call of Duty on wait, it. What? That's, that's what this says. Oh, wait, it wait, says, wait, wait. Read that again. Modern Warfare. No yeah. longer fits onto a 250 gigabyte SSD, and it cannot be updated. Uh, it takes up like the entire space on it. Yeah, I, I I'm gonna be honest. I installed that game already. Yeah. Uh, I, yeah apparently, I, other people will be too, because that's huge. I wanted to keep playing it, but a two, oh, like 300 gigs or whatever the fuck, almost two, over 250. That's ridiculous, dude. They no. What they really need to do is just. They should just let you split up. See, the thing is, you install the whole thing now, right? But if you split the single player into its own little install and the multiplayer into its own little install, you, people could download and play the single player. Hey, I'm done with this. I can uninstall it. I could put the multiplayer on. Boom, there you go. But, yeah, like I, I I played the single player forever ago. I'm like, I'm not going to play that again. You know what I mean? Exactly. But you're still kind of stuck with it on there. So. Yeah, I I I No. They, they they need to fix that. Games should not be that big, dude. Fuck off. Fuck off with no, that. No, that's fucking stupid. Fix your shit, Call of Duty. That's ridiculous. Uh, that's a good way to get people not to play your game. Yeah, it I really know. is. Because again, <laughs> I uninstalled. I would have I would have kept it uninstalled for whenever I felt like shooting stuff, but like, no way, dude. There's there's no way. There's no I way mean, I'm doing that. Look how what we've been playing lately. We're playing all these small little early access games like Phasmophobia. They ain't no 250 gigabytes, Call of Duty. All right? Nope. Like, I when I can buy a million of those games and have fun with my friends playing those, why do I need your 250 gigabyte monster taking up space? Fuck off. Get your fucking sizes down. Figure out a way. Like, that's ridiculous. Every time you patch, I shouldn't have to worry if I'm going to be able to install another game or not. Dude, seriously, man. It's ridiculous. And then, like, every time I open up the 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 Blizzard launcher, there'd always be a fucking update for that game. It's ridiculous. Yep. Oh, uh, I'm just going to attach this onto the back end of that, too. Uh, so the Xbox Series X slash S will let users delete certain parts of games to free up space. Uh, so this is hmm. an article. Let's read this here. Let's see. Here's the article. I'll, I'll drop it in the... Uh, chat for you 
Let's read. I'm going to look at the comments and stuff real quick for this. All right. That's in the age of uh, in the age of digital downloads, organizing slash freeing up space on one of the gaming consoles has become an increasingly bur uh, bigger burden. Microsoft aims to alleviate the burden with next generation Xbox Series S and X consoles in a number of ways, including the application of the same USB 3.1 external hard drives used on the Xbox One on the Series X and S, custom expansion cards, and an interesting new feature allowing Xbox gamers to choose specific parts of a game to uninstall in order to free up disk space. This information was revealed in, uh, in Director of Programming for the Microsoft Xbox Live, Larry Herb, Herb, a.k.a. Major Nelson's latest podcast, and a portion of the interview with Xbox Series X development producer Jason Ronald. Even before the hardware, we've actually made some interface improvements uh, to make it easier for you to manage your storage, Ronald said. As an example, one of the f new features we're adding is actually, uh, is actually for if a title chooses to support it. If This is the important part. This is the asterisk. If a title chooses to support it, yeah, yep. the ability selectively to selectively uninstall the department, different components of the game. Sorry. Um, that is that is the important part out of this. If if the game allows you to do it, it. Yeah. yeah, which means that the game company or the developers, if we ever made the game, would have to make that possible to happen. So I imagine yeah. it won't be in a lot of games because I imagine that would take time and money to do. So uh, Ronald went on to explain with the example of a game containing both single player and multiplayer fests. I find how, uh, this is kind of funny that we just were talking about this, like literally right before this. Let's mm -hmm. say you play a campaign as an example, and then you want to focus exclusively on multiplayer. If the developers chose to support that, you can actually uninstall the campaign itself so that you can be in more control of how you're actually using your storage so you really get the most benefit out of the available storage that you have. Oh, wow. Yeah, it even takes Call of Duty here. Holy they mentioned Call of Duty, yeah. yeah, yeah. Which is exactly what I, would have, <laughs> would, what I would have done for this game. Uh-huh. To give an example, let's say you've completed the single-player campaign of Call of Duty Modern Warfare yeah. and wanted to use the game only for sporadic multiplayer bouts. Exactly. Like, uh, this, thing gets, this thing gets me, dude. Yeah. Exactly. And wanted to use the uh, let's see with storage man with the storage management feature of the Xbox Series consoles, you could then uninstall the single player from the game and retain the multiplayer at your discretion, in order to better utilize your overall data data storage. Yeah, I mean, come on, man, come on, we're in 2020, dude. Come on, what are you, what are you guys doing, people? We should we should mm -hmm. have this by now. Mm -hmm. The hell. But yeah, that's uh that's a thing. That's happening. Should man, I'll fucking this this by the end of this gener this upcoming generation, mm -hmm. not the current one, by the end of the PS5 and 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 Xbox, what is it called, Series X or whatever, Series X slash S or whatever they are. Yeah. Okay, whatever. By by the end of this next gen that's coming up, I want almost all games or the majority of games to have give you that option because I. Do not need to have half a game installed if I don't even play it. You know what I mean? I it's, mm -hmm. just, it's just taking up space that I could use for other things, and that's bullshit to me, man. Yeah. So let's so, so let please everybody working in the games. Let's let's work towards being able to uninstall things that are no longer needed. Thank you. Yes, please. Uh, moving on from that, Nvidia RTX 3070 has been delayed until the end of this month, aka October now. 
Uh, is an article by IGN. If you want to read, if you trust or want to read IGN in any way, there's the article. I'll post it in the chat. Uh, let's have a read here. The NVIDIA's RTX 3070 graphics card has been delayed until the end of October in order to ensure there's enough stock to meet demand. Originally scheduled to launch on October 15th, the graphics card manufacturer has shifted its release date to October 29th instead. So not a massive uh, delay, but like fit another 15 days-ish. 14 days. Um, most likely in light of demand for the previous 3000 series cards. NVIDIA recently issued a statement to apologize for the launch of the RTX 3080, which caused record, uh, record traffic at many sites and sold out very quickly. The news was revealed on the NVIDIA blog, where a statement was issued on the delay and what this means for availability of the graphics card. Quoting, we've heard, many, uh, we've heard from many of you that there should be more cards available on launch day to help make this happen. We are updating the availability date to Thursday, October 29th. In uh, the quote. NVIDIA acknowledged that this may be disappointing to fans eager to get their hands on a new Ampere tech, uh, tech as soon as possible, but added that it has been necessary to help meet demand. The shift will help our global partners to get more graphic cards in the hands of the gamers on launch day. The statement reads, At $400, uh, $499, it is, it's the cheapest card in the new range, but don't, but don't let that suggest that its specs aren't something to shout, to shout about. According to NVIDIA, the RTX 37 is more powerful than the RTX 2080 Ti, which is, was the most powerful graphics card on the market ahead of the 3000 series launch. For all the specs, price, and release dates for NVIDIA's new range of GPUs, uh, GPUs, you can check out the handy explainer that they have in this article. And let's see what we have next. That's that. that. Uh, oh, hang on. There was, a, there was a little bit more on that. Hold up. I was looking at some of the comments in the Reddit, and I just wanted to point this one out. Um, yeah. The top one says, honest opinion. It's just simply because they actually want to make sure there is more stock available on day one. But the conspiracy opinion is they've learned something new about AMD's Big Navi and want to make sure AMD won't be able to use the 3070 comparison benchmarks in the reveal, taking place only one day before the RTX 3070's new release date. So, we'll see. But, they're, they're, you know, a little, I like a little conspiracy, so I want to throw that in there. Um... The next thing we have is uh, a community update on Baldur's Gate 3, which is they show mm. off their character creation stuff. This isn't a video. I kind of wish it was, but this is just a big article, uh, and I'll read uh, just a little bit of it. Community update number eight, character creation. Um, what okay. defines you? It is, it is who you are or, or the journey you're on. In Baldur's Gate 3, it's both. Creating a character in Baldur's Gate 3 isn't the big moment in the world that's... Uh, isn't the moment the world decides how to treat you. It's the very beginning of the shaping of your story. Baldur's Gate 3 is a world with great player agency, and the most important character in that world is you. We created not only a character customization system that allows the player's agency to shine, but also a world that constantly reacts to how your character develops. In Baldur's Gate 3, you can start your journey by choosing your race, sub-race, background, and class. In certain cases, you also get to choose a subclass, and perhaps a deity. These choices will ripple across the story, affecting how you roleplay throughout the game. Uh, and then there's basic the basic D&D terminology, which is you assign points to your six abilities, strength, dexterity, con, intelligence, wisdom, and charisma. Which we all know, because, if, because I'm sure everybody here is a big fan of our Frozen Destination D&D. Every Sunday at, at 6 p.m. Eastern on this channel, 
you know, it's a little cheap plug for you. Um, then you decide which uh, of the various skills in the game you're proficient with, like acrobatics, deception, stealth. I know Jedrick is good at stealth, right, Daniel? Damn straight he is, man. He's, yeah. He's, he's a beast. He's, he's, he's stealthy and he almost never misses. He's like fucking stealthy, green arrow. Stealthy boy. Yep. He's green arrow on steroids. Uh... Last but not least, you customize your appearance and how your character presents uh, to the world. Will you be a beast-taming mage uh, breaking... Oh, good lord. That's a mouthful. Will you be a beast-taming mage breaking charlatan halfling ranger with a toxic frog as a familiar or a noble githyanki elder tonight who let herself be seduced by the absolute and with the ability to psychonically, psionically drag her enemies towards her? Or will you go for a more traditional tiefling warlock who made a pact with the devil? The choices are endless. Uh, that's all I'm going to read. I'm going to scroll down and just show off some of the pictures. That drow, that's a very good screenshot right there. Just saying, like, check that out. Let's zoom in on that. Look at that. That's a good looking, that's a good looking elf. Huh. Um, but yeah, uh, there's a ton of stuff in this article. I'm, there's no way I'm going to read all this or even attempt to. I will link it in the chat if I didn't already. I think I may have. If I didn't, I will do it now. Um. I didn't, so I'm going to do it now because I'm done. There's the article for you guys. Uh, look it up. Uh, that's a ton of info on here. They got wood elves, half elves, high half elves, dwarves, dwarves, and all the humans. Nah, 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 nah. But that's in Baldur's Gate 3. Early access for this will be hitting this uh, by the time the next podcast is here. Because I believe it drops October 6th for the early access for Baldur's Gate 3. Let me double check that really Tuesday. quick. I believe so. This upcoming Tuesday, then, if that's the case, yeah. I believe it's October 6th, which is Tuesday. Yes, October 6th, so Tuesday. I will be checking this out. I will probably be checking this out on stream. I love these games. I love making characters. I love d and I'm a big, fat nerd, so we're going to be checking that out. So. All right, cool. Um, even if we don't check it out very long. Cool, 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 man. Let's see. Um, sorry, I got interrupted. Uh, else, let's see. What, what else, else you have. got, man? What else you got? Uh, I'm just scrolling down here to make sure we haven't missed anything. That may be everything. Right. Um. Supposedly, Silent Hill Four has been rated for the PC, so that might be mm. coming to PC. That's the uh, the one, the room. That's an older Silent Hill. I never played Silent Hill. So you ever play Silent Hill? No. I haven't seen no. the movies or played the games or anything for Silent Hill. First movie's got Sean Bean in it. Um, I'll have to check that out. The movie makes me uncomfortable. <laughs> Just because it's so creepy. That's what I mean. Like, there's some weird shit that happens in that movie. Um, But, yeah, I believe that's all we have if we want to move on. Yeah, we can move on. Let's do it. TV news. I'm going to start off with another trailer off the bat. This one is going to be for Netflix's Resident Evil Infinite Darkness. Uh, uh, I didn't watch this. Here we go. I'm putting it up here so you can put it up for everybody else. Let's watch it, eh? It's really short. It's like a minute long. Oh, good. We don't even have to skip it, through it. It's like a teaser, you know? Yeah. 
I haven't. Um, have you ever watched any of the animated Resident Evil movies? I know there's a couple of them, right? Of there's the a, animated yeah, there's, there's a few. There's a few. This almost looks like a game trailer, but anyway. Uh, yeah, it does. <laughs> but no, I, I, I don't think I have. I've, I've heard of them. Like I heard some of them are pretty good, but I haven't had a chance to check them out. Oh my lord! That didn't look very good. Resident Evil Infinite Darkness. Oh boy, you got your boy. Um, hey, your boy Leon. Leon. Leon, yeah. Coming twenty twenty one. Looks interesting. Yep. It's just a, little, a quick little teaser there. Are these the links to those other movies, or are they just their own thing? I have anywhere? no, I have no idea. I don't, I don't know. Uh, all it says, is, all it says, is based on the Capcom video game franchise. Resident Evil Infinite Darkness is a horror series with a sci-fi twist coming twenty twenty one only on Netflix. Hmm. The other, let's see if my Google Foo uh, is linked to any of those. Hmm. No, I guess it's just its own thing. I guess it's not linked to those. Yeah, probably. I don't know. Yeah. Looks good though. I'll check. I'll be checking it out for sure. Hell yeah, it looks cool. I like Resident Evil, man. Like, it's a cool franchise, and they keep mm-hmm. uh, at least in a. And it's cool. You kind of you get the best of both worlds with it nowadays in terms of gaming because they they remaster the older ones, and then they come out with the newer ones, which is a different kind of style. So you kind of get everything. Yeah. I say remaster, remake. They remade those old ones. What am I saying? Like that's yeah, just yeah, yeah. three remakes. All right, what you got next, bub? Uh, a fistful of dollars TV series is in development at Mark Gordon Pictures. What? Yep, they're making a fistful of dollars TV series. What's the details on that? The classic spaghetti western that helped launch Clint Eastwood's <laughs> career, getting the TV treatment. As we are hearing, Mark Gordon Pictures is developing a fistful of dollars as a series. Uh, the company has acquired rights to the 1964 film, as well as Akira Kurosawa's 1961 samurai epic Yojimbo, upon which the Eastwood film was based. We're also hearing that Game of Thrones scribe Brian Cogman is in talks to adapt the series. Uh, Yojimbo and its shot-for-shot remake, A Fistful of Dollars, tell the story of a wandering stranger, the man with no name comes to a town riddled with violence and uses wit and skill to trick the town's competing gangs into destroying each other. Uh, the series will pull from this source material for an original, contemporary retelling of the story. Uh, let's see. That's pretty much it. That's all we know is that they're, uh, they're working on a, on a series for this now. Hmm. Which, we'll see. Well, I mean... Yeah, we'll see. I guess there's, that, that's all there really is known out there. I'm sure they'll they'll you know talk about it more in the future. But it's, this is kind of more of a we know this is happening now, so let's you know we're gonna put it out there. We need to we need to get Eastwood to make a cameo, man. Right, that'd be pretty cool. He could play uh, the bartender. Because <laughs> I, th- I think Eastwood just really likes directing nowadays, though. So yeah. That's all he's really about. Maybe oh, well, he won't mean, yeah, have him have him direct some episodes or something, yeah. Oh yeah, put him in there. 
So anyway, yeah. But anyway, I love I love the Fistful of Dollars movies. I know Josh is a fan of them. As oh, well, absolutely! So. I watch them all the time, even now, man. I've seen them so many times, so many times. Like I may watch it tonight just for the hell of it, because we mentioned it. You know, just throw them on. <laughs> they're fucking good movies. They're so good. Yeah, so it's cool that they're doing a TV series now. We'll see. We'll see what happens with that. But uh, yeah, I'll definitely be keeping an eye on it. Uh, next up, Miss Marvel has been cast. Oh yes. The uh, the Disney Plus series for Miss Marvel is going to be having a newcomer join the the uh the, the MCU. Uh Iman Vellani is going to be playing uh Kamala Khan, uh the Pakistani American teenager uh based in New Jersey. Uh Miss Marvel first appeared in 2014 as Marvel's first Muslim character. And she'll become Marvel's or the MCU's first on-screen Muslim hero as well. Uh, Kevin Feige said that the addition, in addition to appearing on TV, Kamala Khan will be featured in some of the f- future, or will be included in the future uh, MCU films as well. Uh, the plan was always to stay true to the character, uh, finding the right actress to play the role, even if it meant uh, offering a person that was not known that was not well known to the public um but yeah this will be her first major hollywood production uh so yeah it's kind of cool they're, 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 i think it's always good that they get like unknowns you know yeah you know, no man you, know, you gotta so. have somebody for the future so yeah and, and <laughs> she's pretty and, and i don't know i don't know how old she is but just based on the picture she looks pretty young so they can have her play the character for a while if they wanted to uh yeah which is pretty uh, cool, but yeah, I, I like how they're slow. Or I like how we're like starting to get these like people cast now, man. Like we, yeah. like I think last week we talked about uh, you know Tatiana as for She Hulk, you know, mm-hmm. which I'm very excited about. And they're like, you know, we're 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 getting these, we're getting these people, you know, slowly but surely casted, which is pretty pretty exciting, I think. Uh, mm-hmm. So yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to the future of the MCU, man, because there's, there's a lot of there's a lot of gonna a lot of interesting stuff coming, dude. To say the least, so yeah, um, pretty cool. And for characters we don't really know all that well, so it'll be great that they'll get their own series and possibly movies and things on down the road as well. Uh, like, like meeting Kamala really for me for the first time. I'd known about her before, but seeing her for the very first time in the Avengers video game, yeah, because she's pretty um, prominent, pretty prominent in that game. Yeah, made me very much like that character and want to know more about that character. And kind of, I'm a fan now, so I want more with that character, right? So. Uh, I'm glad that that uh, that that is coming to fruition. Hell yeah! Yes. What you got next, bub? All right. Next up, we have. Oh, this this is here. This is be interesting too. Uh, there is a Conan the Barbarian TV series in the works on Netflix. This. I saw this. Yep. So look at that, dude. We're we're getting all these all this old shit we like coming back as TV shows, dude. <laughs> yeah, that's cool, man. Netflix has put into development an epic live action series based on Conan, the iconic sword and sorcery character created by writer Robert E. Howard. Uh Frederick Malmberg and Mark Wheeler's Pathfinder Media. Uh, is first in the deal between Netflix and Conan Properties International, owned by Malmberg's Cabinet Entertainment. Uh, the pact gives Netflix the exclusive option 
to acquire a right to the Conan Literary Library and develop works across TV and film, both live action and animated. Uh, the move would fit into Netflix's strategy of acquiring globally recognizable IP to build a, a universe of TV or of films and TV series, uh, including Ronald Roald Dahl's novels, The Chronicles of Narnia books, and comics publisher Millar World. Uh, so they're currently searching for a writer and showrunner for the for the project. Uh, Malmberg and Wheeler will serve as executive producers. Um, let's see. If there's anything else about this, they have other stuff like you know, Conan was stress published and blah blah blah. And yeah. Whatnot, but I see. Uh, yeah, like Arnold played Conan in the '82 movie, which you already know, and in 2011 was Jason Momoa. But uh, no, I guess that's it. Yeah. So yeah, so Netflix can can do some Conan shit now, and they're yeah. working on Conan stuff. So that's that's pretty cool, you know. It's exciting. We'll see what they uh, do with that. Man, I'd hate to be the guy that has to play Conan because it'd be hard to follow Arnie, <laughs> since that's the word that uh, the the. the 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 role not word the role that made him like oof. But yeah I don't know you could do it you could do it they'll, have, they'll have to like yeah they'll, they'll I don't know they'll, they'll have to make it their own version of it for sure be but, uh, interesting yeah moving on from that we now have the date announcement for Cobra Kai season three yeah we do. and 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 not only that but it, but in this same video. They confirmed that we are also getting a season four. All right, hold up. Before I play this on here, if you haven't seen Cobra Kai, there's a massive spoiler. In there here. is. There is. There's, <laughs> there's huge spoilers in this. There's if you haven't huge seen it, spoilers so. in this video, it's so only you, you. You are about to be. You're you're getting warned. It's a 40 second video. It's 40 but, seconds. But huge, massive spoilers if you haven't seen Cobra yeah. Kai. Yeah. So. I'm gonna play it now. Come back in like 60 seconds to give yourself some uh, some yeah. breathing space. Going, give, give, give yourself now. a minute. Three, two, one, going. Go. Okay. Uh, yeah, that's that's a huge spoiler. Uh, yeah, off the huge bat, spoiler dude. right there in this video. Massive. The, the, yeah, this this is what happens at the end of season two. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, obviously they're showing stuff from like you know. Yeah, man, Cobra Kai dates. never dies, dude. Yeah, yeah. Uh, January 8th, season three, season four in training. Pretty cool. Uh, yeah, so that was over a lot quicker than I thought it would. But anyway, still huge spoilers in a short amount of time. Uh, yeah, massive. Yeah. Um, uh, but yeah, that, that confirms we get a date and they're working on the season after this, even though the season, season is out, so... They're they're pulling the, they're pulling the boys, man. They're like they announced season three before two even came out, which is that cool. makes me really excited. That must uh, that means they like season three at the very least. So <laughs> yeah, uh, and I forget how long I feel like they've talked about how they had a plan for this series. Let me look. Uh, to 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 have a stop. So I want to make sure I want it to have its where it ends. You know what I mean? Like I want to make sure it gets to. To uh, its ending. You know, Netflix has a bad habit of canceling things. Uh, there's an article somewhere where I think they have a they have an ending point in mind for 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 that show. So, 
and I can't find it right now. But yeah, I love Cobra Kai. Um, if you haven't watched Cobra Kai and you're here and you hopefully you didn't see that spoiler because we tried to give you plenty of warning about it. Yeah. Um, I highly recommend you watch it. I hope you've come back after 40 seconds and you're here now. We're not going to talk any of the spoilers. I'm just going to say watch that show. It's great. Uh, I was a I was a gigantic fan of it before it got to Netflix. I was on that bus real goddamn early. I watched, yeah, and oh. I watched season one before Netflix, but then I, mm-hmm. I waited for season two on Netflix. So, um, yeah, it's a uh, yeah. For for all of you that are just now getting into it on Netflix, I'm so glad you are because it's so good. It's so it's good. so yeah, good. Yeah. I'm 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 glad uh, everybody's is is watching it now or has seen it now. There's so many uh, reactions coming out for it now, and I was like trying to watch reactions back in the uh, when it first came out, and like not a lot of people had done them because it's just on. It was just on you, the YouTube red or whatever it was called, the YouTube thing. Yeah. Um, and I was like, oh. But now, when I look, there's reactions to Cobra Kai everywhere. So that makes me very happy. Mm-hmm. Uh, a big fan, big fan of that show. That's how you do a sequel series, right? <clears throat> Star Wars. And, um, Ooh, you know. Damn. Um, um, and, yeah, it really, and- It really is, though. I agree 100%. <laughs> though. I agree 100%. <laughs> You know, uh, but yeah. What else you got, bub? Uh, <laughs> Zack Snyder's Army of the Dead Netflix anime series adds Christian Slater and Joe Manganiello. Uh, so, yeah, as as I said, Zack Snyder's working on Army of the Dead anime for uh, uh, for Netflix. Uh, and it was announced that because because there was already a uh, what is it a uh, live action prequel uh, was happening and and and, and some some of the cast that we have in here is uh, Henry Her- Harry Lennox Anya uh, Ch- Ch- Chalatra who's from The Witcher. Uh, Ross Butler, Vanessa Hudgens, Jenna Malone, uh, Yatide Badaki, Christina Wren, uh, Monica Barbero, and Nola North. And in addition to that, Bautista, uh, Ana de la Reguera, Tig Notaro, Omari Hardwick, and Ella Purnell will all be reprising their roles from, or in the anime series. So it's just, uh, you know, Zack Snyder loves his, uh, you know, his dead zombie stuff. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I, I'm gonna. I'm definitely gonna be. Uh, definitely gonna be gonna be checking this out, man. Because I'm curious about it. And then the, the the cast seems pretty pretty solid. It'll be on Netflix. I already got Netflix, so you know I don't have to look anywhere else to get it or anything. You know, it's not. You know, so yeah, I'm I'm definitely. I'll definitely be uh, cautiously optimistic about this. I, th- I think it'll be good, but we'll see, right? You never, you never know until you watch something. Yeah. Uh, let's see. What else we got here? I believe that's it for TV news, so we can move on to movie news, unless you got something. Uh, let me just... Nah, I don't have anything. 
Oh, yeah, I do. I have something I want to bring up. Okay. Uh, I didn't think about it for just a second. Uh, because it kind of overlaps in two worlds. It overlaps in gaming. It overlaps or overlaps in like three worlds. It overlaps in, in gaming. It overlaps in television. And it overlaps here on Twitch. Which okay. is the bullshit... Um, we talked about this, I want to say... Or maybe we didn't talk about this. I can't remember because I have just the worst memory. Maybe you'll remember. Did we talk about how WWE is like trying to... Like, take control of their talents Twitch channels. Have we talked about this? I think we did a little bit in, in the, like a while back, um, yeah. So let me find it. I've, I've been meaning to bring this up because there was some news on it this past week that I think is some bullshit. Uh, here we go. Uh, because it's going to bring up... Um, let's go over here. This is this is not what I'm looking for. Why did you link me to this? Oh wait, here we go. Uh, no, this isn't the right article. What's so so else? what's so what's the um what's the new stuff with that? Because I haven't heard anything about that in a while. The, the the new thing is like there's a date that where WWE is going to take over their um actual channel. So I'm just trying to find the article because it was a few days ago. And I didn't think about bringing it up at the time, so I didn't save it. Uh, and then I, I thought I want to bring it up now, but I fucking where the fuck is it? Let me find it real quick. Which search? Here we go. Uh, this was a uh, yesterday from Andrew Yang tweeted this out of all people. Um, oh. Here we go. So this article is by WrestlingInc.com. We talk about wrestling here on the channel sometimes. So, uh, But yeah. this one involves several worlds that were dipped in, which is you know Twitch, which is where this podcast is live right now. Uh, so Wrestling Inc. has learned that Vince McMahon has sent an email to talent this week to remind them that they have until this Friday, October 2nd, which was yesterday, um, to sever any author, unauthorized... Uh, business relationships with third parties. It was noticed that the talent who failed to comply could be fined, suspended, or terminated. Uh, as Wrestling Inc. first exclusively recorded in September, McMahon issued an edict instructing talent that they could no longer engage with third parties. The company later clarified this edict, saying, stating that talent could maintain Twitch and YouTube accounts under their real names. However, they would still need to inform the company of those accounts. Uh, Wrestling Inc. has also learned that the talent were told this week that the company will be taking control of their Twitch accounts in four weeks. WWE will own those accounts. However, talent will receive a percentage of the revenue which counts against their downside guarantees. A former Democratic presidential candidate Andrew Yang openly criticized the edict when it was first revealed last month and said that he would take action if Joe Biden were to be elected president. Yang spoke with Wrestling Inc. recently about why he feels that WWE has been able to get away with some of their labor practices. Uh, in quotes, a lot of it is that wrestlers are afraid to speak out, and I've had wrestlers past and present reach out to me and say that Vince has been getting away with exploitation of wrestlers calling them independent contractors while controlling their activities for years and years, Yang said. Uh, continuing, a lot of it is just that they are, quasi, they are a quasi-monopoly and wrestlers fear that if they do try and unionize or organize in any way that Vince doesn't like, they will ne that, that it will never work again. We've reached out to WWE and will provide any updates and will provide updates if we receive any. 
Um, uh, uh, Andrew Yang has also tweeted out uh, yesterday that he's hearing from talent that WWE is forcing performers to sign new contracts that include Twitch. Uh, streaming on Twitch for them will become a work obligation. And if talent doesn't stream, they will forego earnings, be suspended, or also face penalties, which doesn't sound like independent contractors to me uh, at all. Here's another article by PW Insider. What is this? This is an article over on PWInsider.com, which is another kind of wrestling uh, site. Uh, they have a... Wow, this is a big article. Um I'm going to just glance over it really quick and kind of give you the gist of it. Uh, it's mostly just about how some talent are very frustrated because they consider Twitch kind of like their thing that they do that doesn't involve wrestling. And now mm -hmm. wrestling is kind of trying to take it over. Yeah, yeah. It's 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 very shitty. I, in my humble opinion, WWE is really making a fucking huge mistake with this. And yeah. I think it's going to come back to bite them because... Uh, um, I agree. First of all, if you're signing a contract because you want a wrestling in WWE and now you're kind of being forced to stream um, is uh, a little much, I feel like. like, like Man, and not only that, you if you don't do it, you can be fined. They can suspend you and they can face penalties. How are you an independent contractor like that? Like, how yeah, is this a that's, thing? Um, that's fucked up, man. Um, there are some. Up, there were dude. some wrestlers uh, that were doing fundraising, using it only for fundraising things. Um, oh lord, one of the Dakota Kai uh, here. She posted, she tweeted out uh, like twenty hours ago. This was tweeted. Uh, she's a wrestler in NXT and WWE. She says starting Twitch up again was purely for three reasons. To have fun as a gamer and communicate uh, with everyone during a difficult year. And to give as much possible back to different charities. Because I think she's been one of the ones mostly involved with charity streams. Mm -hmm. um, we all know Xavier Woods slash Austin Creed is a massive gamer. Has his own Twitch, has his own YouTube and stuff. Although his, I believe his YouTube is involved with WWE a good chunk. So he's kind of built a following there. Paige, former wrestler Paige, has a Twitch. Uh, she tweeted out that... Twitch is a place, Twitch is my place that I built, uh, uh, is my place what I built with my wonderful fans, a place where people can go and feel some positivity and a little bit of normalcy, fun and interactive, non-judgmental, charitable place. I'm proud of what I built with my fan base. So that was kind of like the big reason I wanted to bring it up. Um, I think WWE is making a big fucking mistake here. I think it's going to come back to bite them in the ass pretty terribly. Who knows, though? Vince is rich as fuck and... That's kind of like how he gets away with all this independent contractor bullshit is that he can blacklist and, and burn down and, and shit people that anybody that kind of goes against him. Welcome to the world of monopolies, guys. It's not pretty. Um, uh, yeah. I just wanted to give some more, more spotlight on it, even if it's just a, t a tiny bit of a spotlight. Uh, yeah. That I generate, that we generate here on the uh, cantina. Yeah, so. I mean, I, I just, just, I'll, I'll agree with everything you said. That's, that's some pretty shitty stuff, man. I don't know. Yeah, no, it's, it's really wrestling can be up, a man. very dirty business normally, and that's very dirty business in my opinion. 
Like to just uh, like fuck around with their own personal Twitch, man. That's fucked up, dude. So if you're interested in that kind of stuff and looking at more about independent contracts and tractors and the dirty business that is wrestling sometimes with it and that whole thing, uh, a lot of it also has to do with them refusing to give people like health insurance and retirement plans and junk, junk like that. Um, uh, educate yourselves on them. It's a very complicated subject. Um, there's a lot of good resources out there that you can find it. Just Google them up and, and you will, you will probably have a different look at wrestling. than if you were a fan as a kid, than you will as an adult, that's just all I'm going to say on it. Cause I definitely do. Yeah. Uh, all right. What do you got next, bud? We're moving on to movie news. Movie news. Let's, let's, let's do that. They are going to be making a sequel to the Lion King live action movie that came out last year, I think, right? Oh. Yes. Really? The Lion King follow up set with Moonlight director Barry Jenkins. Uh the Walt Disney Studio Studios has sent has set Oscar winner Barry Jenkins to direct the studio's follow up to 2019 blockbuster The Lion King. Uh Jeff Nathanson uh, who scripted the last installment is back into the back in the fold and has completed an initial draft of the script. Uh, let's see. The film will continue with photorealistic technology that the director John Favreau used in the 2019 film. Uh, there is no release date set for the linking follow-up or the production start, but it is uh, a top priority for Sean Bailey's division after the last film grossed 1.6 billion worldwide. Uh, the story will further the, the will further explore the mythology of the characters, including Mufasa's origin story, moving the story forward by looking back conjures while looking back, uh, set on the African plane with a continuation of the tradition music. That was a key part of the 94 animated classic. Uh, let's see. I guess that's it. They're just yeah okay. The the other stuff on here. I was looking at the deadline uh, article. Deadline. Shout out to deadline. Uh, I, th- I thought you said deadline. I was like, damn, deadline. Woo. No deadline. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were making a joke. Yeah. No. 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 Deadline. Mm. Yeah. Uh, 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 yeah. So yeah, they're doing a sequel to that movie. So. I haven't even I, seen it. I, I still haven't watched it yet either. I gotta check it out. I haven't seen it yet though. But anyway. Yeah. Uh moving on. Here's something that's interesting. Mm-hmm. Spider there's some Spider-Man 3 casting news. Mm. And when I'm when I say Spider-Man 3, I mean the new trilogy with Tom Holland. Mm-hmm. Spider-Man 3, uh Jamie Foxx is returning as Electro. Uh so if you guys remember the Amazing Spider-Man 2 where Jamie Foxx played Electro, yeah, he's, he's returning to play the character in the new movie. So for me, what I take from this, just based off that headline, is they're bringing him back to play the same character, much like they brought back J. Jonah, or uh, what's his name? Uh, J.K. Simmons to play J. Jonah Jameson from the Raimi trilogy, right? So they're bringing back the same actor to play the same character, but it's not going to be the same version of the character is what I, I kind of get from this, right? 
Mm-hmm. So hopefully it won't be the same goofy ass character he was in the in the Amazing Spider-Man two because I did not like that character in that movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yeah, I hope they kind of change up his look and design and all that stuff too because that's that. What if we uh, what if we get some like crazy multiverse shit going on? We see that's that's what people Spider-Man. have been saying as well, which I could see happening. But I think that'd be cool. But I don't know. I, I feel like, like that'd be hard to do. <laughs> I think like it's still too. I think it's early for that. I think they got to wait a little bit more. I don't know. I don't know. I just mm. it'd be cool to see. Like I I love to see Toby and then Tom Holland, you know, and whatnot. In 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 terms of of a uh, of a new Spider Man, it's early. But in terms of the franchise as a whole, I, I would like it just because we've had. How many Spider-Man movies with different Spider-Man? We've had three Spider-Man with Toby, two two with uh the two with Garfield. Andrew Garfield, and then, and then now, this will be third with Holland. Well, so, not, and that's not even counting of the Avengers movies he was in too. Yeah, exactly. So in terms We're, of franchise, it's time. But in terms of like the Spider-Man, we having a multiverse. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I I would yeah. like it just because I think it'd be. It'd be trippy and different, and it seems like that's kind of how they're going with some things, especially with, you know, Doctor Strange and, and his multiverse of madness or whatever. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. And we're getting, you know, WandaVision TV, which is going to be fucking weird and trippy. So I don't know. You're probably... I, I, the safe bet would be to go with what you're going with, uh, which is it's just the same character in a different... Or a different yeah, character played by the same actor. They're, or whatever, they're you know bringing... What I mean. Yeah, they're, they're bringing the same actor... To play the same character, but yeah. it'll be a different version of the character. Yeah. Kind of like like J.K. Simmons at the end of uh, mm-hmm. F- Far From Home. Spoiler alert! If you haven't seen mm-hmm. that, uh, if you haven't seen it yet, what are you doing? I mean, really, you've come on. Been, you've been you've been in house arrest practically for this past year. <laughs> right? <laughs> Go watch that. Go watch that movie. <laughs> yeah, but anyway, yeah. Uh, so that's what I think it is. But I mean, listen, I wouldn't be surprised if they start doing multiverse shit. Because be I mean, cool. especially with how successful the the animated movie was, mm-hmm. so I could see them doing that. But I don't know. I, I just don't know. I don't know neither. Not a hundred percent sure. Uh, my gut, my gut says to to say what you're saying, but my body, my body wants the multiverse. <laughs> Again, <laughs> I could see. I, mean? I could see. I could see it. I could see it happening. So I wouldn't be surprised. But. But I think, but I think this is just like here's the same guy playing the same character, but it'll be different. Plus, I feel like if they were going to do the multiverse thing, they'd probably keep this more secret than that. Yeah. Yeah. But who knows? So apparently, Jamie Fox uh, put on Instagram. He 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 said, "Super excited to be part of the new Spider-Man of the new Marvel Spider-Man new installment." And I won't be blue in this one, but a thousand percent badass. And he later deleted the post, <laughs> apparently. <laughs> well, uh, okay, so yeah, so he won't. At least he won't look like that because he looked terrible in the movie. I'll be honest. Yeah, no, he looked awful. I wasn't a fan of that character. I'll be honest with you. I've only seen it once, and it. Yeah, I mean, I'll just be honest. I'm not a fan of Spider, the Amazing Spider-Man two anyway. To be honest, I just the mm. first Amazing Spider-Man is fine, but the second one is just terrible. I, I, yeah, I don't. I don't Sucks, I'll be honest. I like and I liked Andrew Garfield. That's you know. Yeah, man. I thought the best part of the best part of that movie was his relationship with Gwen Stacy. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then spoiler uh, alert, spoiler alert, she dies in that movie. So <laughs> but anyway, uh moving on from that. Her death uh, caused the death of that entire Spider-Man franchise. 
<laughs> yeah, because that, that was the best part of those movies was Gwen and, and Peter. But anyway, yeah. uh, Billy Crudup is in talks to rejoin The Flash. Uh, so the, we're talking about the Flash, the Flash movie, which has been, you know, mm-hmm. in development for who knows how many fucking years. They've had like so mm-hmm. many directors changes and we've, we've talked about this in the past already a whole lot. Yeah. But uh, we know that Michael Keaton, Ben Affleck are going to be in the movie as their Batman. And, uh, you know, Ezra Miller, of course, is still going to be the Flash. And, and uh, so Billy Crudup was uh, Barry Allen's father, I think, in, in the scenes in, just, in the Justice League movie. So if, he, so if they bring him back for this, that's probably who he'll play. Because Billy Crudup was already part of this movie. Um, he was associated with this movie since 2016. Uh, he was cast to play, yeah, Barry Allen's father uh, by Rick Famuyiwa. But Rick Famuyiwa left the project in October of that year. Then by March 2018, John Francis Daly and Jonathan Goldstein were, were, were uncharged, but then they left a year later. Andy Muschietti is now the current director, and uh, they're running towards a to shooting the movie in London in 2021. Uh, so yeah, maybe so it looks like he'll be coming back after a little bit. So, yay, I guess Barry Allen's gonna have his dad after all in this movie. We'll see. <laughs> this, this is like th- again, the whole this whole movie has just had a bunch of like, like since 2016, it's just been like for the past four years, you just keep hearing shit about this movie. That's like, is it ever gonna happen? But they sure don't want to give up on it, though, seem like. No, no, mm. which which I guess is good because they're finally making progress. They're gonna shoot it next year, mm. so yeah, finally. So yeah. Anyway, uh, moving on, the James Bond film No Time to Die delays its release to April twenty twenty one. So yeah, they got it, it got pushed back because uh, you know because of the COVID, because of the pandemic. Uh, because it was originally supposed to come out in April of this year, like way earlier. Then it got pushed back to November, and then now it's getting pushed back until, you know, it's getting pushed back until next year again. So it, uh, it probably won't be the last one. Uh, no, this. no, no. I no. fully expect Doom to be delayed in the next year. Uh, Wonder Woman to be delayed in, if she's not already. I can't remember. Uh, I mean, they've all delayed. they've all been delayed at one point or another, you know. To get to go even further, to be honest, um, before this is over with, um, I think James Bond just was like, you know what, fuck it, we'll throw it way back here. Surely we'll be clear by then, so we'll see. I mean, hopefully, hopefully we'll be done with it by then. But it, yeah. it it's crazy how it was supposed to come out in April of this year, and they're like, oh, we're moving it till April of next year. So they're like, this movie has been pushed back an entire year. That's nuts. But hey, keep working on those visual effects, guys. You got all the time in the world now. Yeah, you, you, yeah, exactly. You can make this movie look fantastic, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So that's again an- another movie in the uh, in the latest, uh, you know, set of uh, of pushbacks and delays and all that. Uh, the last thing I have here, which is something that came out earlier today, oh lord, is, is. there? <laughs> there's a Monster <laughs> Hunter official teaser. <laughs> No, you ready? I guess we got to. Yeah, man. Yeah. No, it's part of the jam. 
Hey guys, did you know that there's miniguns in Monster Hunter? What? You did? Well, I sure the fuck didn't. What the fuck <laughs> is this? Why? Did you watch this already? <laughs> yeah, I saw this. I saw I saw part of it on Twitter, which was the entire thing because it's so fucking short. They it's got sixteen seconds. And... Yeah, it's a. Uh... I don't. This is, I don't... looks awful. I mean, the CG on the monster looks okay, but what it's, is it's this? Like, it's like those Resident Evil movies all over again, dude. Like, what's no. going on here? No. No. Why are we the army in the desert and have jeeps and machine guns? I mean, there are like gun things in Monster Hunter, but I don't understand. I don't know what they're thinking, man. I don't know. I don't understand. And also, there's a distinctly Asian feel feel to Monster Hunter games, right? There's a lot of white people in this movie. They're, that are just uh, like, again, uh, I don't know what they're thinking with this movie. All I will say is that based off of that little teaser trailer, I would have ne- like if they didn't tell me that was Monster Hunter, I would never would have guessed that was Monster Hunter. This is very distinctly American and it just feels really dumb. I don't feel like that's <laughs> what Monster Hunter is at all. It looks terrible. It looks yeah. terrible. Yeah, yeah, it does. It does. It really does. Uh, it does, but yeah, that's 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 what they're doing, I guess. That's the best they could come up with for some reason. Huge, huge yikes, huge yikes. Uh, also, this comes out. This comes out in December, by the way. If you didn't catch that on the end, no, I, it has I, a date. I mean, which good is luck. December. <laughs> good, good luck, I guess. I, I it looks awful. That that'll be the one movie that don't get pushed. Because <laughs> nobody's because they're, anyway. they're just like fuck it, we're, we're, and they just, just accept that nobody's gonna watch that. Yeah. Uh, Jesus, that's that's terrible. Well, it's yeah, no, it is, but it's happening. So whatever. Uh, yeah, that, that's that's all I got though, man. I don't know if you got anything. Let me look here. I don't think so. Oh boy, fucking that uh... looks terrible. That's awful, is what that is. <laughs> yeah. Um. All right. So, so that's the last thing we're gonna move into the the main topic, which is a haunting tales or just some yeah, of our favorite. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yes, yes, yes. Which I'll be I honest, expect- Josh, Josh is probably gonna be doing the majority of the talking here. So that's probably not gonna. This is probably not gonna be very long. Um, to be honest, just cause the. Uh, we don't want to spend like a massive amount of time necessarily on it, but I have a few little stories to share. Okay, yeah, um, we'll do that. We'll do that. And and you know, we can talk about like just our favorite, just scary stories in general because uh, there are some that you know that are famous, like you know, hook on the hand, or or like uh, the lady that's being followed all the time by this car with bright lights that every time she like slows down or something the the lights get brighter and you know, those kinds of stories. So do you have any of those types of stories that you're a fan of Daniel that, that, that kind of stick with you growing up maybe or not? Um, I, I, man, I'm trying to like, think of, think of things, but, um, 
I pick on the hands a good one for, that I always remember. You know, the, the there's this couple at Lovers Lane, and and they, they get on the radio, and they're they're like being intimate with each other, and then they they hear the broadcast that there's been a breakout of the psychiatric hospital, you know, and then she like hears something scratching against the car. She gets huh. scared, and she wants the driver to take her home. And then when they get home, they find the hook on the door handle, you know, that kind of shit. Oh, shit. Uh, uh, you know, just those scary kind of ghost tales that you tell in the, around this time of year. Because we've been, uh, for those of you that don't know, just this past, we've been watching just a bunch of scary movies lately. Uh, just because we're kind of getting to, and some of them are terrible. Like Killer Clowns from Outer Space. That's not even, that, that's not scary at all. It's just, that's just, silly it's just creepy movie. and stupid and silly, but it's still kind of <laughs> Halloween themed, you know? Yeah. Um, uh, uh, but yeah, you know, uh, so the first one, I'll just talk about just some of the ones that you're, that I have, uh, mm-hmm. these are just, uh, these are just ones that are kind of in, not in necessarily in my area, but you know, kind of resolve, revolve around the state I'm in. I live in Georgia. So just stories that, um, uh, so there's a there's a place I talked about this last night on Discord because we were just talking about hauntings and ghost hunting and stuff. Because we're playing phas- phasmophobia a lot too, yeah. so we, we we talk about ghost hunting and stupid shit like that all the time. Um, so I was telling the story about this. There's this place, and I'll read the story here. There's a little story here. About yeah, yeah, it. Um, yeah. Of course, free. Uh, feel free to read it. That's that's um, yeah, yeah, for sure. So so this is an article, and I'll even post it. I'll even post it in the chat. Um, but, it's not like a super great website or anything. It's just silly. Um, or not silly, but like it's you can tell it's like a cheapo old ass website. This yeah. was at, this this story has been around a long time. It's at a place called Stone Stone Pile Gap, which I used to pass okay. this place. Um Lumpkin County. Lumpkin County in Dahlonega, Georgia. Uh it's a roadside uh, little thing that if you pass this road you'll notice it. So um, the story goes: each day, cars whizz by a, a nondescript pile of a uh, of stone in uh, the north of the Dahlonega, Georgia. Occasionally, slowly, occasionally, slowly, to see a, a tourist taking a picture. The rocks are the grave of a Cherokee Indian who lived uh, uh who lived uh, who loved the forest, yeah, and called the the mountains of North Georgia home. Uh, I'm gonna butcher this name. Chalida. Uh, Trilida, yeah, according to legend, lived on a mountain uh, near her grave. She was told to walk along a path, drink from a spring, and wish never to grow old by the mountain medicine man or the witch of Cedar Mountain, depending on whose story you believe. That sounds uh, like you'll some become. D&D. That's yeah. like some D&D shit right there. The witch of Cedar Mountain, the fucking. Yeah. The, the mountain Cedar medicine mountain. man. There, go yeah, ahead. I mean, man, stories. Uh, yeah. Uh, you'll become more beautiful with each sip, the voice told her, and she followed the path and drank from the spring, and word of her beauty quickly spread. And then a Cherokee war- warrior named Wasega, whom she rejected as a suitor, kidnapped and took her to his home. Uh, she begged and pleaded for her release, but Wasega would not permit it. Uh, with each day, her strength waned, her happiness gone, longing for her mountain forest. As she lay dying, tri- uh, oh god, Trilida. Chalida, that's it. God, it's it's a really hard name to pronounce, guys. It really is. Asked to be buried in the mountain paradise from which she had come. Strangers, as they pass by, may drop a stone in my grave, and they too shall be young as happy, young and happy as, as I once was. 
Uh, she said, what they wish for shall be theirs. Um, Cherokees and later people would pick up nearby stones and add it to her grave for good luck. Today, her grave is, a, a sto- is in Stonepile Gap. The water she drank from uh, is called uh, Porter Springs, and the hill is called Cedar Mountain. Um, twice, men have attempted to move the grave during road construction, and both times at least one person died in an ex- accident while moving the pile. The stone grave remains today in the same place it has always been in Porter Springs. Hmm. Um, in the latter half of the 19th century, becoming a stopping point for those seeking the water that she had sipped from to become eternally young. Um, so it's not really a ghost story, but yeah, really. it is it is very creepy that both times they tried to move that grave, somebody died. Um, so that's just like one of the many little stories um, that I have. Um, huh. I'm looking at a picture of it right here. There's a shit ton of stones. And yeah, dude. I've, like I've a, passed by that place a few times. There's even like a sign that, you know, tells you it has like a little information and backstory on it. This is the one I'm um, looking at. It's, it is, the picture is from April 2017. Yeah. I just remember passing it a lot as a kid. Um so some of you, the next thing we're going to talk about, some of you have heard about this probably, possibly on Twitter. Um, whenever somebody dies here, it, it always trends, uh, at least on my Twitter, probably because I live in the area, but Lake Lanier, right? So there's a lake not super far away uh, called Lake Lanier. And the, the title of this is Empty Ghost Towns Drags People Down to the Bottom of the Cursed Lake. So in northern Georgia sits Lake Lanier, which is a massive, it's a human-made lake uh, that has a very dark history to it. In order to get to the depth they wanted, the U.S. government bought or forced out over 250 families, uh, 15 businesses, and over 20 cemeteries so they could fill over 50 acres of prime farmland with water. And if you you swam to the bottom of this lake, there's an entire ghost town underneath it uh, where the government had flooded it. Uh, the, the lake is famous for deaths and accidents, ranging from boating accidents to drownings to cars gar- careening off the road and into the lake for no apparent reason. Uh, survivors of the various uh, accidents have reported feeling as if invisible hands were dragging them deep beneath the water. Uh, in 2011, uh, there were nearly 20 mysterious deaths in the lake. Uh, people go out to the Lake Lanier every year. And they go out there and fish and swim and shit. I, I don't think you're technically supposed to swim in it. Yeah, I could be wrong nowadays. I remember when I was little, you weren't supposed to. Um, but uh, people die in it every year. And they, it's fucking creepy, man. Like, it trends on Twitter when something happens at Lake Lanier. Like, uh, let me see if I can find some st- statistics okay. for this for this, for this this lake. Yes. Probably not as many deaths this year because, uh, you know, Ross will stay home. Lake Lanier. Lake Lanier. Let's see what this is. What's this article here say? So here's a question. Have you ever been there? Lake Lanier? Yes, I have been to Lake Lanier. Okay. Cool. Not, uh, I drive, I've driven by it a few times. 
or a lot actually, because it's not really that far away. Um, gotcha, gotcha. Of course, it's also a really big lake. Let's let's look it up. Lake Lanier. Uh, yeah, it's it's pretty large. It goes all the way over to like uh near Atlanta. Well, no, not not near Atlanta. From like over to Gainesville, uh, and places like that. It's actually pretty far away from Atlanta. Um, but yeah, uh, people die out there all the fucking time. Uh. Uh, when was this article made? I want to say... Hmm. Is this a 2009 article? The only reason this is important is because from this, from 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 1999 to I think 2009, over 75 people have drowned in that lake, uh, which is a fuckload of people to die in that lake. Um, uh, which is nearly, it's d almost double what people die from like boat accidents in there, like 34. Oh, they had 34 deaths just from boating. 75 people just drowning is like astronomical. Um. But yeah, that's a that's one of the stories. Um, see, I'm trying to find the next one. That's looking at. Oh, there's a place called. Uh, where's this at? Oh, this is in Columbus, Georgia. So there's a place called uh, called Crybaby Bridge in Columbus, Georgia. Oh, yeah. uh, uh, which is uh, another drowning case where supposedly a, a, a child drowned there and that sometimes when you're driving over the bridge you can hear a kid crying like a cut child mm. crying it's really fucking creepy it's really creepy um, oh oh here's a good one uh, I'm just I'm just I'll just be honest with you I looked up just local ghost stories um, that's all fair it's all good uh uh, for some of the things I'm reading, Savannah, uh, over in Savannah, there's like a that's where a lot of hauntings suppose, supposedly exist and happen. Like, there's a place over there called the Pirate House, we'll look at that in a minute. But, but here's a good legend um, there's a mountain called a uh, Fort Mountain. The title of this one is At Fort Mountain, a man took a photo so terrifying that the shock of it killed him. So, according to legend, a young man once visited Fort Mountain with his friend and asked the other man to take a picture of him. The friend took the picture and immediately screamed and fainted and only only to die uh, in the hospital of a heart attack two days later. In the picture that he had taken, it showed the figure of a ghostly woman hovering next to his friend. Oh my god, there's the picture. That's actually terrifying. <laughs> uh, oh, is, is there actually a picture? I think so, uh, or this might just be a fake mock-up. Uh... I don't know if this is the actual photo. But if I saw that, I would freak the fuck out. <laughs> uh, 
Uh, moving on. Uh, yeah. Uh, let's see here. Let's go read the, the, uh, let me see if I can find the pirate. The pirate house story over in Savannah. That's a good one. We've never talked about this. Daniel, do you believe in ghosts? Do you believe in the paranormal? I mean, I've really, I haven't really had any like experiences with, with that kind of stuff. So I, you know, <laughs> I, I, have, I don't know. I just haven't, I just haven't dealt with it in my, you know, like it's one of those, like, like it's one of those things where it's like, unless like it happens, I'm like, eh, you know, I don't know. But I mean, I don't know. It's it's weird because like, I there's been there's obviously people out there who like you know swear like up and down that they've like you know experienced with or dealt with some shit and you know maybe there is maybe I'm you know I don't want to I don't want to discount that stuff but I'm just saying that like for me personally I don't know because I haven't personally dealt with any of that stuff so I, I haven't really had any I haven't really like dealt with anything that would like make make me you know lean towards one way or another really i just still yeah i'm still mostly like a skeptic right like i don't necessarily believe in that type of stuff i will say some shit happened in that hotel at wavecon that had me like thinking pretty hard you know the the only thing that would that was that would that like i saw was the the power going out that one night but i mean it was for everybody you know so yeah the power went out that one night, and then there was a night where I was in the room by myself, because Daniel and I were roommates uh, when we were there, uh, and he was, I don't even remember where he was. I think he'd Who stayed knows, out, man. and I'd went to, I, I went was, to bed early. Yeah, you probably went to bed early, and I was just hanging uh, out in place, so. Yeah, and uh, I think it was a night I wasn't feeling too well, so I laid down and went to sleep. That's what it was. I think I remember that right. And I don't know, so I fell asleep and I woke up to somebody knocking on the door. I, sh- I swear to God, somebody, I swear, I will swear that there was somebody knocking on that door. And, Housekeeping. And there was nobody there. There was no one at the door. Like, there was something knocking, but there wasn't nobody there, you know? Somebody came and knocking in that room, there was nobody there uh, outside. And I just remember that being fucking weird. <laughs> like, it's... I just thought uh, somebody's probably just knocking on the door, but I don't know, man. That place is supposedly really haunted, and then we were on the room that is supposedly the most haunted room, uh, or sorry, floor. We were on the floor. floor. Yeah, we're in the floor. yeah. It was the floor. Yeah, the floor yeah, was apparently really. like the most you know, uh, where most of the activity happens. You know. Yeah. Exactly. Um, which wouldn't surprise me. Uh, but yeah. Um. All right, I found the pirate, the pirate house here. Let's read this. Uh, this is a this is a building that's over in Savannah, Georgia. It is a tavern style building that was built back in 1753, and it was originally a sailors' pub. Some say the ghost of Captain Flint of Treasure Island died upstairs, while others believe he is just a fictional character. Regardless of what they say, something appears to be quite active on the second floor of this home. 
Rumor, rumor has it that members of a ghost hunting association came to check out the restaurant. Yeah, that's right, because they turned it into a restaurant. Came to check out the restaurant after hearing about its hauntings. It was reported that they were so scared by all the eerie things happening and most of, that most of them left, leaving their research unfinished. On some evenings, murder mystery dinner shows are performed by the Savannah Community Theater. Uh, so this place is supposedly really haunted. Um, hmm. Let me see if I can get uh, more details. I actually had a better um what's funny is this isn't the first time I've looked up shit like this before and I had a big giant list many 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 moons ago uh uh that had a bunch of uh, hauntings in the area about it but here's an article that goes more on on into it a little bit so on Savannah's east, uh, east uh, broad, very near where it bleeds into the bay. You find the Pirate's House, uh, right where it was back in the day, perched at, in the place where the trustee's garden once grew. The boarding house and bar uh, hosted many a seafaring crew. Brigands and ruffians and the occasional scourge of the sea knew that the small tavern of infamy was the best place to be, and every sailor worth his salt would happily pay any sum to escape a liquor prohibition and drink a spot of rum. Oh, this is a little... Somebody made this into a little poem. Look at that. <laughs> the pirate's house was famously known to be a smuggler's den, with tunnels for smuggling gold and rum, and sometimes even men, with dangerous characters visiting and sailing in front uh, in from distant coast. There's hardly any question whether or not any of them became ghosts. If you find yourself at the pirate's house that on any given day, you may hear the ghost of a pirate captain calling for his first mate, Bring act the room, you may hear the ghost captain cry. <laughs> there could be words spoken by pirates just before they die. So gather around at the old pirate house and spin a yarn or two. Because in Savannah, <laughs> the only thing missing from our ghost stories is you. Is nice. you. I figured. That's... <laughs> wow, I saw that one coming, man. <laughs> that's a good one. Uh, but that was not what I was looking for. Uh... Good old Savannah. Here we go. Here's what I was looking for. Okay. Uh, so on the east side of Savannah's historic district sits one of the oldest and reportedly most haunted buildings in Savannah. This building houses the Pirate's House restaurant. For many years, ghost stories have been told around Savannah regarding all of the hauntings which take place in the Pirate's House restaurant. The building which houses the Pirate's House is over 250 years old. The small building beside what many, believe, uh, what many people see as the main building is called the Herb Store. The little building dates back to 1754 and it's considered to be the oldest building in Georgia. Since the time, since that time, it has accumulated more than its share of ghost stories and a very haunted reputation. However, what stories told uh, about the pirate house are true and which are not uh, lends to a lot of history and a lot of leftover ghostly energy. The pirate house tunnels. In the early days, the buildings which houses the Pirate's House was a gathering place for seamen, criminals, and other unsavory characters. It was looked upon as a place for, uh, that most people did not want to go to go into because of its uh, ra- uh, you know, outrageous kind of reputation. Uh, many men walked into the bar, which was in the building, uh, which was in the building that is the Pirate's House today, looking for a stiff drink and woke up on a ship a few hundred miles offshore. These men were shanghaied with no choice of working on the ship or being thrown o- overboard. 
Leading from the rum cellar in the basement of the pirate's house to River Street is a tunnel. Though it has since been covered now, the tunnel was used as a portal to carry men through. One of the most intriguing uh, stories is the story of people who do, uh, is a story of people shanghaied through the tunnels. Men would drink at the bar, get drunk, and pass out and wake up on a ship a few miles offshore. They were forced into work and sold to the sea captains. Uh, murders, fights, brawls, you name it, and I'm sure it has happened in this building. It seems that some people who visited the pirate's house, or the building that it houses anyway, had such a great time that they decided to stay even beyond death. Before the tunnels were closed off, people reported hearing voices and moans coming from the tunnel. Uh, a new twist on this story, thanks to... Uh, uh, da, 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 da. Nah, nah. Nothing important. <laughs> the ghosts of old sailors. Uh, shadowy people and other guests, ghostly apparitions have been seen walking through the dining rooms of the present day pirate's house. When the staff are working all alone in the building, they report having the sensation of having someone watch over them. On more than one occasion, they turned around to see a seaman from long ago standing there, looking right into their eyes and slowly drifting into nothing. Footsteps can be heard echoing through the restaurant on quiet evenings. The distinct sounds of boots on the plank floors can send the chills up the spine of someone not expecting it. But then again, nobody is ever really expecting it. People walking past the pirate house have also posted a lot of photographs of supposed ghosts to the windows of the haunted house. However, after looking at them, they can almost all be explained by the type of glass, reflection, and other totally natural explanations. Uh... One of the popular ghost stories, which has no basis in reality, is the ghost of Captain Flint from Treasure Island fame. As the story goes, Captain Flint died in the house, and people have said they had, uh, had run-ins with Captain Flint. In the book Treasure Island, it does make mention of Captain Flint being in this building, and that he died in Savannah. The problem with this is that Captain Flint was a fictional character. Uh, but yeah. One of the supposedly most haunted places in Savannah. I'm not going there. I'm not taking any chances. <laughs> um, but yeah. Every time I hear Savannah, I always think of uh, I always think of the uh, the the Telltale Walking Dead game because they you have you end up going there. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. That's uh. Yeah. So I always I, every time I hear Savannah, I'm like, oh, Walking Dead. Yeah, um... That's the place where the boats are, or whatever she's Clementine says. She's right, too. Because that is uh, on the coast over there, on the Georgia coast. Yeah. Very popular place. They have a lot of cool food. There's a lot of cool shit to look at. It's very t touristy, I guess, is the... Um, that makes... I feel like that makes sense. You've been there, right? I, I was a long time ago I'd been there. I haven't been there in a long time. But, yeah, there's mm -hmm. a lot of, like... Um... There's a lot of hauntings. There's a cemetery here that's supposedly haunted. Um, hmm. There's a, a, a inn here that's uh, supposedly haunted. Like, here's another place in Savannah that's right here that's haunted. It's called the Forest Park Inn, or Forsyth Park Inn, rather. In the 1890s, this inn be began as a private home and was owned by a Canadian sea captain called Aaron Flint Rudder Churchill. He died in the home, and it was then converted into a boarding house and then an apartment building. It became an inn in the 1980s. It has been rumored that the captain's adopted niece, Lottie, 14, haunts the inn to this day. The legend goes as follows. The captain's wife, uh, Lois, had a sister named Anna who came to live in the home with them. Uh, 
she was shocked one day to find Anna and the captain in an embrace. As mm. she was very angry, she decided she wanted to poison Anna's tea with the uh, Allander from their garden. After Anna passed, uh, Larry found out that that Anna was actually her real mother. Hearing hearing this news, Lottie was sent to an asylum, and it troubled her to the very end of her life. People say that her spirit can be seen in the garden and other locations at the end, but she usually disappears from sight very uh, pretty quickly, and that she sometimes plays pranks with objects as well. So a very very uh, um. Creepy, at the very least. A tale of murder. Uh, <laughs> haunting. But, like, there's the tons of... Like, here's another one. At the River Street Inn in Savannah. Like, this place is fucking... Supposedly, there's tons of hauntings in this place. Um, uh, this one's just very basic, though, which is, just, like, an employee being like, yeah, I saw a ghost here, so... And then there's, there's more storied ones, like the Pirate House. Uh... Uh, another one is the uh, we have a lot of Civil War like uh, battlegrounds and stuff here. Oh yeah, yeah. Huh? Um, Kennesaw is a place I've been before, and they do the, this where they had a battle there. Um, and there is something creepy about it if you're kind of in certain places off alone. Like it'll get real quiet. There'll be like a little breeze blow, and you just something uncomfortable, man. You know, something something. Wouldn't surprise me if it, if that one was actually haunted with the ghost of a bunch of dead yeah. Civil War soldiers there. Uh, I think my dad my dad was walking alone there one time and he was just like, "Yeah, I looked around. I was all by myself, and it was weird, man." So, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I haven't been there in a while, but I I do remember, and there are stories about it too. Uh, Uh, also, the Chickamauga battlefield is here. So, the chicken what? No. Chickamauga, Chickamauga, man. Sounds like sounds like Majin's kind of place. Uh, let's see. Rumor has it the spirits of soldiers can be spotted on this battlefield. You can still hear the sounds of gunshots and screams uh, that have been heard with flickering lantern and flickering lantern lights have been seen. Some people have reported hearing cries for help and feeling cold spots during the summer months. Oh Lord, Daniel, we got to get our thermometer. Got to make sure yeah. we pack it. Yeah, man. Um, Can't forget a spirit, a spirit called Old Green Eyes, a sharp-toothed, hairy creature, has also been rumored to appear from time to time. And a lady wearing a wedding gown who apparates uh, uh, here has said to be looking for her betrothed, the soldier lost in battle. Creepy, creepy stuff. Hmm. Uh, growing up as a kid. Uh, we always like to tell creepy ass ghost stories, so I've probably forgotten. Yeah, th- more th- that's, stories. Than- that's why. That's why I can't remember stuff because most of the like stories and shit that I that I was like told or like I remember reading from like you know those you remember like old book like the scary stories to tell in the dark. Yes, or the I love those, man. There was shit like that. That like it's it's funny like looking back like a lot of the horror stuff that I remember is from when I was a kid, dude. Like I watched. A lot of horror movies for the first time as a kid. I read a lot of horror stories, and a lot of a lot of that stuff is from when I was a kid. So I don't really remember a whole lot of it anymore nowadays. Mm-hmm. Um, 
but yeah, I, like I just I don't. The only thing I remember is like near me there used to be a hotel that they have since like uh, taken down and like rebuilt with with other stuff. But like there used to be like a hotel that they said was haunted near here, but like that's no longer here anymore. Like you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So there's just like a lot of the stuff is just from like from things that I don't remember. I just I don't you know. That's why yeah. I'm like not really I'm not really contributing a whole lot right now because I just I can't I don't remember. Hey, it's a, fine. A lot of stuff is just things from that, that I don't remember about that from when I was a kid. So it's like, uh, I don't, you know. And then, like, nowadays, I, I just really, I really just watch, like, horror movies and stuff. But that's not really, like, you know, I, I, you know, unless I watch, like, some, so, some, like, uh, what is it, uh, like, real life or, or like, like, documentaries or something. But, like, no, nothing, like, local that I, that I can recall has happened, like, recently, you know. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, where were we with? Uh, with the, uh, with to be the honest with stuff? you, I'll probably be getting kind of finished up here because a lot of it is, um, you know, we've hit the two-hour mark and we kind of done pretty much like all the stuff we wanted to talk about. I didn't expect the this topic to go on for very long, uh, because it, it there's a lot of the stories are. Let's be real. Probably a lot of these are just bullshit. <laughs> Uh, I mean, but they, yeah. they're kind of fun to talk about and, and screw around with. And uh, those are kind of like the stuff, really popular ones like uh, the pirate house is one that always kind of stuck in my mind. Um, there's there's some about just the like there's some asylums and, and shit like that here uh, that if you're standing on a balcony and look down, you can see a ghostly apparition of a lady. Oh, oh here's the Kennesaw battlefield stuff. Uh, let's see. It has been reported that ghostly so- soldiers wander around the grounds and that cannons and gunshots can be heard. Mm. Ghost deer have also been reported. Oh, God, ghost babas say it ain't so. Ghost uh, deer, oh, shit. Yeah, running towards the, the witness, but then vanishing when they get close. The smell of blood and gunpowder has also been described by witnesses. Imagine you go to a place, right? Just a historical place, because you want to explore it. And all of a sudden, you start smelling gunpowder and fucking blood. And then you see this ghostly deer run at you. And then you hear cannons and gunshots. That'd be creepy AF, bro. I'd be like, nah, I'm leaving. <laughs> you know, the fuck I'm out like, of here, man. Where's, where's, the, where's, the, where's, the, where's the mystery machine? Let's get out of here. Uh, nope. Fuck that, dude. Uh, that being said, we should all go ghost hunting at WaveCon next time. <laughs> I mean, that's like the plan, apparently, isn't it? <laughs> and then, like, Paula said, like, you're going you're gonna to suit up. Wearing the same outfits or whatever. I'll dress up like the Ghostbusters. Hey man, uh, I wanted. I want. Listen, man, I wanted to go. I wanted to go last year, man. Nobody wanted to go though. <laughs> I was ready, dude. I was ready. To, I was ready to go like, on the tour and everything, man. I'm like, let's go, we, dude. Like, we go. all we all talk big like we're gonna go do it. We're all gonna chicken out before it's over with. I guarantee dude, it. <laughs> I was I was ready to do it last year. Nobody wanted to do it though. They I even <laughs> there was even like a little pamphlet or something, dude, with information on it. <laughs> so. Uh, whatever, man. Whatever. Some of that stuff's creepy. Uh, let's just do our shoutouts and we'll call it a show. I still got to prep for them for D and D. I got to gotcha. Yeah, I got to prep stuff for tomorrow, man. Make sure we have enough. So let's just go ahead and do that, and let's make sure. Uh, let's make sure they work because <laughs> I changed them. All right. Hey, it worked. Look at that. Yay. 
Okay, so shout outs. Uh, I, I, was, I was quick. I was quicker than I thought. So look, look at this new screen here that Josh uh, that Josh made for us. Got the new got the new little links and or, or information on them. Got the cool new logo to match the the new the new color scheme and whatnot. I think it looks good. Uh, but yeah, thank you for for watching. If you did, if you made it this far, appreciate it. Appreciate it as always. Uh, thank you guys for watching and joining and all that good stuff. Um, we'll be back next week. Uh. Today was a bit of a shorter one. Uh, sorry for not really contributing today. I just, you know, it was it was one of those like, it was like, oh, it's October, so you know, let's do something spooky. Yeah, let's do let's do some a little. little. We'll, we'll be doing we'll be doing more of this more of this stuff, uh, more 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 spooky things uh, uh, later this year. And then the plan is, uh, you know, uh, let's see. I th- I think next week is the finale of the boys so i don't know if we want to talk about that yeah we can talk about that i'm down to talk about the boys so maybe we can talk about the entire season or whatnot we'll see we'll we'll keep you guys updated but uh but yeah thanks for watching uh like i said earlier at the top of the show uh mon or i'm gonna be doing these on my stream i'm gonna be doing the story to star wars squadrons I'm very excited for that so come and check the stream out we'll, we'll, i'm very looking forward to doing that i'm always ready for new star wars stories very excited and uh yeah i'll catch you guys later so peace out everybody bye bye hey guys thanks for watching the show it's funny how we say it's a shorter episode when we've been at it for like two hours <laughs> when we we're used to doing those three four hour shows the past couple yeah, of weeks that's uh, why it's because we've been doing a lot of the longer ones lately yeah uh they won't always be that long uh but you know, sometimes we just Sit here and chat and talk about the news and talk about just the weirdness. We'll see. Uh, some of them are all going to be shorter. So I hope you're not disappointed with those. Um, uh, it's uh, D&D tomorrow at 6 p.m. Eastern time. That'll be here on this channel. Uh, all the info's over there. Right down there. Um, next, uh, come Monday, I want to stream Spider-Man. Uh, so I'm not sure... I'm not sure what time we'll start that, but um, probably in the afternoon sometime because I've been sleeping late these days. Except for today. I got up early because I wanted to make sure that we didn't start late, which we didn't. We started on time. Yeah, and I wanted to make sure everything looked right, too, uh, before we did that. Uh, But yeah, that's what's coming up on the week. So I got to finish up Spider-Man. After Spider-Man, we'll do God of War. After God of War, we'll do one of my other backlogs. Look at my backlogs. Backlog. Uh, It'll be a bit before uh, you get to that. Yeah. 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 So there's God of War. There's Days Gone's on the list, and another Persona Five Royal Royal Run because I haven't done it yet. You have hours upon hours of content upon you, my friend. And 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 that's not going to be all we do. Obviously, I'm going to sprinkle in some of that Baldur's Gate early access stuff I want to do. Just here and there, not like. I'm dedicating a week to this. Like, Spider-Man's, like... That's gonna be, like, the majority of the stream time. But, you know, I'll throw in some Baldur's Gate early access stuff and and probably some Wasteland and stuff like that. I gotta start that back up. I was waiting for that new patch that they've got coming to speed up load times just because I don't have patience. Uh, because their load times are really bad, even on SSDs, and they, I think that was their priority was to fix that, so... Um... Thank you for all your support here of the Clockwork Cantina. I hope you enjoyed the new overlays. I hope they all looked correct and 
pretty and, and nice. Uh, and yeah, until we see you guys next time, that's going to do it here for us. Uh, goodbye, everybody.